welcome to this Xbox Life episode 243, Xbox One Revealed. I am your host, aka, or, well, I am your host, Mark, aka Wingman709, and with me this week, uh, today on the special episode, is my good buddy Rob. Hey, what's up? Also known as Prusar, and I think you should be called Wingman1 from now on. Yeah, well, we'll that's how you get your royalties. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but we got a special, special show because we've got the community. We got members from the community out here today. So uh, joining us today is Jay Hoffa 75, Jesus Walks a Lot, Elite E Dog 420, and Blocks to ATW and Carbide. So um, we've got a crew here. We're all going to sound off about what we heard today. So we're going to jump right into it, and um, we're just going to start with the name of the console. So uh, we're going to bust this up into categories. Uh, Rob and I are going to go back and forth uh, bringing them up, and uh, we're going to go do like a roundtable thing, let everybody sound off what they think about this. So uh, first off, um, kudos to Microsoft. They came out right off the bat after about a uh, three to five minute delay, you know, guy, the, I forgot his name already. There were so many of those Microsoft guys, uh, Don Matrick trying to kind of build it up, you know, but, uh, it was like within five minutes we had the name of it and we were looking at it, you know, so I give him credit for showing the box right off the bat. Um, four months later, PlayStation still hasn't revealed theirs, but, um, the name of it is, um, Xbox one, which really surprised me. I, 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 I didn't. I don't. And I'll say I don't like it. I think it's a stupid name. I get their concept. Uh, you only need one device, but um, it's kind of stupid in my uh, opinion. Um, and their little tagline was "Powered by the Cloud." Um, this box is big. It's black and um, it's half glossy and half flat or matte black. There's no disc tray. It's just a it looks like a, a disc loading slot. And uh, personally, I just think this thing is. Ugly. I mean, not that it matters. It's, it doesn't matter to me, but it's still ugly. I was kind of taken back when I saw it. What did you think, uh, Rob, when you saw that for the first time? I, I thought it was okay. I, I was really concerned that they would have some goofy shape, you know, like the current generation with the Xbox, you know, where it's it's not really it, – it doesn't match everything else, you know, inside, uh, you know, the AV rack. Or, or like the the PS3 with its curved shape. So I thought it was okay. You know, it's definitely going to be functional. Um, you know, besides that, uh, not having a tray is kind of nice. I feel that uh, I always have issues with the tray. You know, just I feel like I'm going to break it, you know, when I'm putting something in because I have mine up vertical. Now, this one does look like it needs to be horizontal. So I guess I could pose a, a challenge to some people, don't you think? You know, especially the ones that were currently, the box is vertical. I would think you could put this one upside down if you wanted. I mean, it's a perfect square box. I mean, there's like... Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> you could do it whatever you wanted with it, but... Um, yeah, very true. Jay Hoffa, what did, what did you think? Well, I noticed on their, uh, on the Xbox Live app, I was looking through it, and they said uh, it matches all, all modern home decor. I thought that was funny that, you know... Game console, and they're worried about matching home decor, you know, in modern homes. So, but yeah, I, I, I thought I kind of like the look of it a little bit. I mean, it, it is a little ugly, but I don't know. Your average Blu-ray player really isn't anything that would, you know, be in the uh, New York 
Museum of Modern Art or anything. So, <laughs> what do you think of the name? I I found out the name and then I watched the event on my Xbox. And uh, if you notice, the dude was saying one after everything. He, he would say, uh, you know, it's it's the one system, it's the one this and the one that. And I was kind of sitting there going, okay, well. If you didn't know the name, you would probably get a hint of it watching it. But, yeah, it, it wasn't surprising after he uh, gave his little speech there. But I, I don't know. It, they had to call it something. I guess one is better than just Xbox, I guess. I don't know. It is kind of stupid. But they needed something. You know, one thing about that name is that whenever he kept saying one, I kept thinking of the original Xbox. <laughs> So it was, I mean, no, it, it, that just sort of automatically is what I think of, at least for now. Um, Jesus walks a lot. Well, what did you think of the name and of the, the look of the console itself? The name, uh, I didn't like the name really. Uh, it's, I don't know, it's just to me it sounds stupid. Xbox One, they should have just went with like Xbox 3 or Xbox 4 or something, but Xbox One, just, I think it just... It's like going, taking a step back, I think. And um, the look of the console, I think it looks like a VCR. I don't like the way it looks. It looks huge. And, I mean, I'm, I don't got much space here where I game, you know, so having a smaller console would be better. But that's my two cents right there. I mean, I just didn't really like the way the console looked. Yeah, it didn't look like it's going to be very carry-on friendly for the airlines. Um so I don't think I'll be packing it on my road trips either. Um, uh, Elite E-Dog 420 from uh, our good buddy from Achievement House yeah. podcast. What do you think of these? The name and the, sh- the, the look of it. Man, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out what I, what I really think. It's, it's really hard. I, I really like the look of it. Um, I'm cool with it. I just don't like the name. The name drives me crazy. So I'm calling it the 362. <laughs> not like not three six zero two. It's straight up three six two three sixty two. Did you notice when he booted it up at the very beginning of the show when they first booted it up, the splash screen said Xbox. It did not say Xbox One when they actually booted the device. Yeah, so I don't know if that was you know, you know what it reminds me or not. It, it reminds me of like the iPad and how it's now now we're on what iPad four or something. So like, watch next year we're gonna have Xbox two, and it's gonna make sense because now we have an Xbox one. We already have an Xbox one. It was called I, Xbox. <laughs> well, no. Now we have new Xbox one. And we're about to have new Xbox two. I don't know. All I, right. I don't like it. All right. How about you, Blocks the ATW? It's fart. Can you guys hear me? Yep. All right. Uh, as far as the the name, uh, I really wasn't expecting that. Uh, I would have been happier with 720, to be honest. But uh, I mean 709. Sorry. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the the look, uh, it's not. I mean, we can't really tell how big it is. I mean, compared to the controller, it's pretty huge. But unless we see it right in front of us. It might not be as big as it seems on TV, but uh, I think I'm okay with the way it looks. It's a little odd. Uh, I do like the the disc tray not being there. Um, other than that, the size doesn't really bother me. I like it. Cool. 
Carbide, our, our friendly Canadian. <laughs> yeah, from the Great White North. Um, I didn't like the name, but I love the look of the box. Um, I like the look of the box, but I don't like the disc tray because, or the how the thing accepts the the disc because usually, like I'm thinking towards long lines of a you know like a car CD player. Like you get those aftermarket ones, they wear out, and usually, when I had my car deck, it wore out within two years. You know, so it would would not accept the disc. It would push, take it in, push out, take it in, push it out. And I'd rather just have a disc tray. Um, the thing looks like I got a monster power, power surge protector, and it looks like that. And it's just a nice, clean, square, modern look. But the name, I, nah. Um, I'd rather just have, like, Xbox. Not even one, just no number, no nothing, just straight Xbox. Um, but that that's me. So, all right. Yeah. And we have another, uh, we got another person who's joined. I don't, uh, I'll just say your name is Will. Uh, if you want to share with us your gamer tag so that we don't. Yeah, sure. It's, uh, Will SNCZ. So it's kind of an abbreviation of my last name. Um, well, welcome to the show. Uh, just question to you is what do you think of the, the, the name, Xbox One, and what do you think of the look of it? Oh, thank you, sir. And uh, well, the name is not as bad as I expected. Uh, these, you know, it's better than the Fusion, although the Infinity was pretty good itself. Uh, console itself, uh, uh, probably I said before many times, it looks like pretty much just the Xbox branded uh, DVR. So uh, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because it looks that's pretty kind of its function in some ways. Uh, controller looked fine. Uh, it looked actual little sleeker. Uh, the connect that was too big of though, because it was, it, it looks kind of like unwieldy a little bit, depending on how your your setup is. So I wasn't 100 sold on that, and I'm just not a connect guy. So I could see myself like ignoring that function most of the time. But uh, I'm hoping for a, already like a sleeker version of this, because <laughs> it looks kind of like like a big you know kind of prototype box, because there's a lot of fans and stuff. So. Yeah, it, that's a good that's a good comment about it looking like a prototype. That's I mean when he when he when they showed that today, I was just like, huh? You know, I'm like this that's ugly. It's a big brick. It's it just didn't have like any lines to it or or anything. It just I don't know. It's like someone didn't you know they just said oh just shove all this technology in a box and let's move on. Like they put so much time and and effort into the original, even though that was a big black box, but there was some kind of design to it and then the 360 they made a big deal about the design and i always thought the original 360 and then the, the slim looked really good but i think they just threw design out the window on this one at least that's the way it feels but all right so we'll move on to their their first thing that they showed off on the technology which was live tv and uh, rob i'll let you run down kind of the list of things there Oh, sure. Hey, uh, before we continue on with that real quick, one thing I was thinking about was, you know, they probably made the look so it would match everybody else's, you know, let's say the non-gamers, it would match their equipment so that they could put it somewhere by their TV, you know, if they have a stand or, or whatnot. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? It's got to look cool, man. <laughs> now, now, now Sony's cool going to come out and they're going to be like, oh, do you want that ugly looking 
black brick or our cool, sleek looking? Of course, I did. But we see, can't show you what ours looks like. Yeah, they still don't want to show it. I noticed how this morning they put out some blurry thing, like trying to trump the the whole Xbox thing. But <laughs> somebody actually went and took like the images they could see and kind of tried to figure out what it's going to look like. And I'll say this: if it looks like that rendering that someone made based on that video. Man, their box is just as ugly as ours is. So, <laughs> and maybe worse, because I, I saw that and I was like, "Ooh!" But um, yeah, you know, we'll see. We'll we'll see. I'm sure we'll see at E3 what the PlayStation 4 looks like. But, anyways. Well, well I, I think you really shouldn't care what it looks like because you said you weren't going to get one. I'm either. not getting a PlayStation 4. Yeah, definitely. No, I, I mean the uh, Xbox One. Well, they, anyway. If I get one, it's only one of them now. No, I you, mean, you said you even, weren't going to get one, so now you can't get one. They didn't even name it right. Idiots. <laughs> That's right. Well, maybe you were uh, too steep in your demands. Uh, probably. So anyway, with uh, live TV, they've got a bunch of stuff that they kind of uh, hinted at us here. So there's going to be instant switching between movies, music, games, TV, apps, and so forth, which is pretty cool, especially how fast it is. Uh, there's going to be a TV guide built in, which I imagine is probably, uh, you know, uh, somehow oriented to, you know, whatever provider you have. And then uh, there's going to be favorite uh, TV program lists. And a very, very cool thing is trending lists. That's something that DirecTV has that I've never really used too much just because it was such a pain to get to. But uh, what this will do is it'll let you know what everybody's kind of doing. And do, do you remember if this was... Uh, your friends or just everybody? The for the trending? Yeah. The, they said trending was everybody on Xbox Live. Okay. So it was live, uh, you know, instant updates based on what the whole Xbox Live community was doing. Yeah. So. So the the switching was pretty cool. I was really impressed. I mean, it was it switched faster if if that was actually the real deal that they showed us and not just some kind of mock up. <laughs> but you never know with these things, you know, because sometimes, you know, they they show you computer stuff <laughs> yep. with a controller. But anyway, I mean, it switched between this stuff faster than my DirecTV box switches channels. Oh, yeah. And I will say I'm calling foul, penalty, fake, whatever, on the whole um, him getting up in front of it. Was it Yousef getting up in front of it and going Xbox? Um, TV, Xbox, game, because, and then he was swiping, and um, the thing is, is I have a Connect, and I couldn't even watch Connect. I had to unplug my Connect to watch the game trailers um, stuff last week, because every time they would say Xbox, it would actually <laughs> freeze nice. my 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 box or try to cause it to i mean in one point they said xbox was going to do this or that all of a sudden my machine stops and it's like rewinding and then the next time they said xbox it starts fast forwarding and i'm just like i i had to and it was all about xbox so i had to actually unplug the darn thing to to get that um so i could even watch the stupid show so and, and when he was doing this he would he would get up there and he's like xbox home then um, and hi, Dark Eye Defender. If you can mute for us real quick, that'd be great. Um, he gets up there and he goes, Xbox home. And then he steps to the side and he goes, so the Xbox will do this and the Xbox will do that. Yet there was no 
movement on that dashboard. So I, I fully believe that someone was hitting a button in the background. It was all fake, staged, in which I get yeah, it because it's a been. live demo and they don't want something to happen. You know, so I get, I get why they're faking it, but that was a fake demonstration. It was not a real demo. <laughs> so what? Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> it's awesome. So. You know, one thing that I imagine they could do is if if they're if the entire video, whatever that they're displaying, is coming either sourced from the Xbox itself or it's being passed through, they could essentially filter all that stuff out so that you know in the future, you know any media that you're watching won't actually trigger connect. But I don't know. I don't, we'll I don't know. Uh, yeah. it, it doesn't work right now. So, but yeah. I know it's Connect 2.0. Yippee! Yeah. So the live TV stuff was pretty darn sweet. At least from how they hinted it, I'm kind of disappointed that there's no DVR functionality. I didn't really think there would be, but I was really, really hoping. But uh, well, you know. we don't know yet. There's yeah. a lot of stuff that was not talked about that we know the thing is supposedly supposed to do. And well, they didn't DVR would it. be huge. DVR. Well, they would mentioned be the game DVR, but the, it yeah. was it was, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but. Um, I, I, I'm expecting that they're going to have a DVR because everybody's cable and satellite now has DVRs. So, but then again, we're need a, we're going to need a much bigger hard drive. But, um, so well, we won't rule out DVR for TV. I, I think it's going to be. I'll keep available. my fingers crossed. I think you'll hear about it in about 19 days. Um, or, or even if it's an add-on of some sorts. Yeah, it, it, it just doesn't make sense. Maybe you can yeah. save it in the cloud. Um. Maybe. All right, let's go down our list here again. And I'm just going to keep going the same. I'm just going to go right down the, the same list I got. So um, that way I make sure I'm hitting everybody. Uh, so we'll start again with Jay Hoffa75. Um, what your thoughts were on the live TV section? Yeah, I thought it was fake too. Like uh, it was so fast. And yeah, it, it seemed fake. I, although I've got to say it, it did look cool. It's something I want to I check out. And two, because uh, I know you get, there's apps on the uh, current live for Fios and Comcast, and I'm wondering uh, if he was using those, or you know, if, if that that quick moving from TV to game is actually usable with a cable box, or if it's just those apps on the Xbox. I don't know, but I, I liked it. I thought it was cool. But it, yeah, the actual event seems <laughs> it did seem fake because it just I don't know. We we know it doesn't work that well, <laughs> but I guess we don't. We're not on we're not on Connect 2.0 yet. He was, but yeah. So. All right. Um, Jesus walks a lot. Um, to me, it didn't really matter. Um, I don't ever plan to watch TV through my Xbox. When I turn on my Xbox, I plan to uh, play a game. Even as of now. I mean, I have all these apps available to me through my Xbox, and the only one that I ever use is HBO Go. Um, I really see no use for the for the DVR for the TV features on my Xbox at the current moment. You know, maybe that'll change in the future, but for right now, it didn't really appeal to me. Okay, uh, Eric. You know, them them switching apps that fast was was really impressive and everything. I want to see what it does when that hard drive is full with 480 gigs of crap. 
Let's see how fast it moves. Because that's what our achievement hounds, that's what we deal with, you know. Hopefully that doesn't affect it. Hopefully the RAM is enough to, to keep it powering through. And having a list of, you know, 700 games of <laughs> crap, all that data. Let's see how fast it's moving when we max it out, you know. Yeah, the it'll original be, Xbox as far as... was quick. And then now look at it. It's a friggin' slow piece of crap. <laughs> it yeah, takes 20 exactly. minutes to boot up. I mean, if you think about the original Xbox and the old Blade system... It would just, you know, I mean, your box is boom. It was, it came up fairly quick, and you could go between blades really fast. And yeah, now we've got advertisements. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm interested with the whole DVR stuff, but they really didn't touch on it. They 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 showed it, and then they moved right on by. So it'd be interesting to see what what they have in store. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a ton of stuff. I mean, they they couldn't give everything away today. Which I think is one of the things I think the PlayStation did badly with theirs is, and they had two hour show. And at the end of that, I'm like, what do you have left except to show what the box looks like? I mean, unless they just got a tremendous amount of more stuff and games to show at E3, I kind of think they blew it all in February. I think it was February when they did their show. Where Xbox is like, okay, here's some stuff, and there's still a ton of stuff we know about that's supposed to be in this thing that they didn't even talk about. And of course, all the games. So, well, was that their plan though to create this much conversation? Because the internet's going crazy right now. I don't know if they intended you know? the, the conversation going on right now. I don't think they intended that because it's pretty negative. Well, yeah, that's what me. I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. With with Sony, they answered a lot of the questions. They left people to where nobody was asking the kind of questions that we're asking now with this Xbox One. You know. It's weird. Yeah, I think a lot of it, though, is just overly hyped. People being kind of crazy, you know. I uh, was actually seeing it on our own Facebook yeah. group today, and I was like, okay, guys, let's not comment. You know, people are, well, it's got to do this and this. It's like, no, let's wait for the official word. You know, we're, we're let's comment on the thing. We just got a big list of stuff we that we do know. Let's talk about it instead of talking about the things we still don't know, which we'll know in 19 days. And if we don't know it after that, then it's probably not going to be anything they're going to share with you until after you bought it and find out the truth, you know. So, but, all right, how about uh, Blocks to ATW? Do you have any comments on the live TV portion of, of what they showed? Uh, it didn't. It's not really interesting to me. I mean, the main reason I have my Xbox is to play games. I mean, I have, only other thing I do on my Xbox is maybe watch Netflix, um, and I tried HBO Go, but that never goes very well. So I, so I usually use that on my phone. But other than that, you know, I'm pretty happy with my cable provider, so I don't need another one. Yeah, all I can do is possibly add another piece of technology to mess it up. So. Yeah. Carbide, I'm afraid to ask you this one. Because... <laughs> You were already talking about how you're going to get screwed on all this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, you know, I'm in Canada, and because of copyright crud, uh, I get shafted on pretty much everything. So um, the DVR function that you could do with games like they had with, uh, well, the video capture that you can buy separately to hook up your PC or whatever, if that could do right on the console, that's cool. Uh but other than that, that does, if I can get it up here, 
I might look at it just to one, save some money if it happens, you know, like I can get rid of my, you know, my satellite or whatever and go with that possibly. But it's just, I highly doubt I'll get it because it's just like Netflix, all the copyright infringement. So you guys have millions of movies on Netflix, but I only have 20,000 and they're all B rated titles. So it's just, yeah, our, our, I got nothing. Our 2 million are all B-rated titles, too, so <laughs> it's just, well, we just get more crap movies than you. <laughs> yes, you're just more crap, yeah, exactly. The human centipede crap, exactly. But uh, uh, I've never even seen it, and I don't want to, but uh, yeah, so that's that's my standpoint. I just want to know for, for games, the TV switching, you know, if you can switch between, you know, like what... Uh, uh, Elite Dog said like uh, earlier about uh, if you can go from main window to the Internet Explorer to look up a game guide. I think that'd be pretty pretty damn cool. But uh, yeah, TV. Maybe if I can get it up here, I'll be interested more so. All righty, and uh, Will. Uh, yeah, I was uh, pretty impressed by the uh, live TV interface. If it's you know if actually going to run that smoothly in uh, real time, but uh, if the performance of the Xbox One is going to suffer because of my 467 gigs of gay porn, then we're going to have a serious problem. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> <laughs> just joking, Ooh, by the way. I'm just joking. Well, when our, I guess we got to put a mature tag on there now for the show. <laughs> No, but uh, in all seriousness, um, the interface is pretty nice. Uh, like I said, it runs smooth. Uh, I, although, like you said, I have some doubts whether it, it's going to run like that when you really play it. Um, I'm probably not going to be multitasking while you know watching a trailer to a movie while playing a game and listening to music at the same time. So, you know, I can I can barely tie my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, it seems like a decent enough feature. I mean, it, it just adds more you know to the actual interface, but uh, not a huge thing, you know. That's not like a huge draw for me. Uh, don't care about sports TV. Not, not. I mean, I like sports, but that's not really something I watch. I get my Xbox for. I just go like on my, you know, Yahoo app or whatever. Um, and the TV content, I'm not all that interested in unless it's game related. Like uh, that game was it called uh, Quantum Break? That could be interesting if they do it in a similar way to Defiance. And same thing with Halo. Alrighty, and uh, Dark Eye Defender, welcome. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, basically, we're talking about the uh, live TV, right? Yeah, and if you want to comment, you missed out on the name and the and you so you can you can give us your thoughts on the name, what you thought of how it looked, and the live TV portion, and then we'll we haven't gotten anything else yet, so we're just covering those. Uh, uh, well, the name is alright. It's not the best name I've ever heard. Uh, Xbox One. It makes sense for them wanting to have the one entertainment thing that you need, so it works. Um, the show I thought it was alright. There wasn't nothing special, but the stuff that they showed was really cool. Even if it was probably like a pre-shown demo, because everything worked too perfectly. With that connect, that was some, that was a little iffy, even though that thing looks like a brick. Yeah. It's, it's a lot bigger than the connect that we have now. And the live TV, I don't really watch TV that much, but I think I heard 
somewhere on Twitter saying somebody saying a journalist that the box is like an HDMI in for your current cable box, but I'm not. I don't want to make that that's, seem like that's what it is, but that's what I heard. That's that was on their stats. It does, and we'll we're gonna go through that here in a second. But it does have an HDMI in and out. All right. Well, so. I think that's. I'm just gonna go assume that's with the cable TV. Like you plug in your HDMI port for your cable box that you currently have and then you plug it into your xbox and you plug it into your tv so that way it'll switch around that way i don't know if they'll have a cable subscription in itself with xbox but it's a possibility um i don't think the tv is going to be used that much by any a lot of people Right, and I think the the whole thing about the cable. I think you're still gonna have to have your cable box. You're exactly right. My my understanding is you have to have your satellite. You have to have your cable box. That's all staying. All you're gonna do is instead you're gonna unplug that HDMI cable that's going from your cable box to your TV. You're gonna plug, unplug it from the TV, plug it into your Xbox, and plug an HDMI out of your Xbox into your TV. And the, the nice thing is like right now I have to switch my HDMI input for my Xbox or my satellite. Well, with this, I would never have to do that. I can stay on the same input. I can watch TV or play games all on the same input, you know, so it just kind of streamlines, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I just think not a lot of people are going to use it. It's kind of like an app. If you do watch TV a lot, it's good for you, but I, like, just watch, like, Walking Dead and Breaking Bad. Yeah, and I think it's just um, – I think it's one of those things that people are like, oh, I don't really need it. But once we have it – because who needed DVRs? You know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a quick little short story. My very first TiVo, I had to fight the wife tooth and nail to get my first TiVo. Now, now we've got them like four or five of them in the house, and she would kill me if I took them out. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> – so we never needed it, and now we can't live without them. So – I kind of think that's more of one of the, how this kind of falls in is, you know, we'll, we'll look back and go, what do you mean you had to switch inputs to watch TV? You know? <laughs> so, but, um, all right. So, well, we're going to move on. And for the in- interest of time, Rob and I are going to just pretty much kind of read this stuff off. And then we're going to go right down the list with you guys. Again, we're going to try to keep our comments to a minimum. Everybody hears us every week anyways, and we'd rather hear from you. So, um, the next thing I'm going to, bunch two things together well three things actually um, just so we can give you guys more to comment on um, we had snap mode I should have put this in the live TV section but snap mode uh, this was you could multitask uh, between apps so you could watch movie and surf the web at the same time you could play a game and video Skype at the same time um, I know Eric had some questions uh, and, and he can bring them up when he's ready here, but there was some question about what you can do. My takeaway was you can multitask, and it didn't sound like there was any limitation per se of what you can do. And I know Eric had a great example of what he wants to do. I'll let him talk about it because I will be doing exactly what he wants to do. If, if um, And I know a huge part of their community will be doing it too, probably everyone on Achievement Hounds. So, and I, I would say, yes, you can. That's the way it came across. And then also they have things like you can watch ESPN and view your fantasy sports stats at the same time. And what I thought was neat was um, when, when you know LeBron James scores, it, it pops up almost like an achievement box, but it's a different 
box pops up saying, you know, showing his stats and stuff for because he's on your fantasy team. So what I'm curious is if you're in a game, say you're playing a video game, would that stat come across in a game, you know, pop up and let you know someone scored? Um, so I think that's kind of cool. So we'll have that. So we got snap mode. Um, the hardware specs were announced. It's got 8 gig of RAM. It has an 8-core CPU. There's a 500-gigabyte hard drive. Uh, this is non-removable, so that was kind of something that... And this, the non-removable part was not mentioned in the show. It came in the after show, if you will, for all the press that's there. Um, however, they do support external hard drives being attached via the USB 3 ports. Uh, it has a Blu-ray DVD drive, 802.11n with Wi-Fi Direct, HDMI in and out, a USB 3.0, and Rob, you'll be happy to know, they said it's practically silent. Yes, was, I was very happy to hear that. However, we got no stats on what it truly is going to sound like. So, I mean, I guess in their auditorium with all those people, it was practically silent. But sitting in your room, it might be a little louder. So. Well, it was definitely silent because it wasn't on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um and then lastly, the operating systems. They said this actually is three operating systems in one. They're taking the best of the Xbox OS. They're taking the kernel from Windows. And then there's a third special OS that actually merges these two together or, work, you know, basically allows these two to communicate, which is how they're allowing the snap mode to work um, and being able to switch from these different things. So um, what do you think of those those specs the in the snap mode and stuff, uh, J-Hoffa 75? The uh, snap mode is going to be cool. Uh, yeah, like if you if you can play a game while uh, chatting with somebody over the Xbox, that'd be cool. Or looking up, the, you know, I know if you mentioned it earlier, looking up probably achievements on the right side of the screen on the you know Internet Explorer, or you know you're stuck in a game instead of having to look on your phone or uh, you know look on your computer, you could just snap open a Internet Explorer window. And look up how to get through that part of the game. That would be kind of cool. Um, the specs, that's, for me, that's more than enough space. I don't, I don't, uh, my, my gamer score is pretty average. I'm only around 13,000. Um, so 500 gigabytes to me seems like plenty. I know for some people that's not enough, but yeah, it seems good to me. I, I like everything I hear. Cool. Um, Jesus walks a lot. Um, the snap mode looks pretty neat. I like the fact that you can basically, you know, when you're watching a game, you know, get your stats updated, you know, your fantasy league and all that. That's, that's pretty neat stuff. Um, the specs, what I like, I like most of them, but what I did not like was the hard drive being only 500 gigabytes as seeing that current gen has hard drives up to 320 gigs, you know. Um, I have one that's 250 gigs and I'm, I'm running out of space on it, you know, and I think to myself, I like to install my games onto my hard drive, but if this next gen, you know, these games are going to be bigger, they're going to be on Blu-ray disc, and if you install them onto your hard drive, how much space are they going to take up, you know, and how fast? Bingo. 50, and, uh, 50 gig uh, Blu-ray discs, they're 50 gigs. So, yeah, you know, get a big game in there, get a few big games in there, you know, you got some GTAs or some Skyrim or something, you know, is that, you know, me installing games, that's going to take it up pretty fast, you know, and so I'm going to have to find ways to get an external hard drive and stick it on there. Uh, 
hopefully it works. And that's really about it. All right, Elite E-Dog. I know you got some sounding off here. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's all, it's all very interesting. Uh, basically what, what the, what those guys were saying, what I want to do is I want to be able to snap two, I want to snap a game and Internet Explorer. Pull up an, an, an achievement guide or a collectible guide. A text collectible guide. And I want to be able to control that Internet Explorer with my phone, with my Windows 8 phone, right? It all makes sense. And play the game with the controller. That, that would work perfect. And you wouldn't have to, you wouldn't have to use any other devices as far as looking at or missing a collectible or anything like that. So. We'll see. Rumor, rumors are all, all flying around saying maybe it's only with the video, only with movies, and I think that why not have any app? Any app should be able to click together, or anything you're doing should be able to, you should be able to snap anything together. Yep. So, I, I'm with interesting. You. I, I take it that you can do, you can game and do exactly what you're saying. It sounded right there. Or me. if I want to watch, the new episode of Defiance. I'm gonna. I could watch Defiance and play Defiance at the same time. I guess Whoa. not. Not really though, right? You just blew my mind. <laughs> or or it'd be more like that that new Bungie game, right? Because Defiance isn't coming to the Xbox One. <laughs> so it'd be uh, Destiny. There you go. I want to get Smart Glass on on one snap with the Destiny stuff, all my inventory and crap. And then I want to play the game on the other side of the screen. That's a good question. Do those? You think about it. Can you play a game and watch a movie at the same time if it's a digital movie? Will it? Probably split not very screen? well. Because the screen was not an equal split. Like, you know, even your IE screen was pretty yeah, small, yeah. and your Skype screen on the right of that was pretty small. So I don't know. Well, hey, and question. you know they 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 launched. They launched that Internet Explorer knowing that that page that they were on was made for a small screen like that, you know? Yeah. Their, their page that they went to for that movie or whatever worked out perfect for such a small screen. Can we change the sizes of the screens is what I want to know, you know? Could you play two games at once? Because <laughs> that would be nice. Well, how are you going to play two games at once? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> well, I don't know, but I'll I'll figure it out. I'll you figure would. it out. Uh, in a way, I'll play a Connect you... game on one screen, and then I'll play a controller game on the other screen. Perfect. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be sitting here jumping on one foot and shooting people with the other. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I, I I gotta laugh because Jesus walks a lot, typing in the chat. He said he'd Battlefield and Call of Duty at the same time. He'd be in heaven. <laughs> There you go. So that's the new matchmaking uh <laughs> services and everything that they're talking it up, you know? <laughs> all right. Anything else, Eric? No, that's all I got. Alright. Blocks to ATW. What do you think of snap mode and the hardware specs? Yeah, I agree with like what everybody's saying about snap mode. That's pretty cool. Like you could hopefully look up uh, achievements and, and guides and stuff while you're playing. Uh, so that part's cool. The hard drive space, 500 is plenty for me. I mean, I do have, I have a 250 right now, and I think I have about 40 gigs left. So, uh, my main concern would be how, how, and if it's possible to get all my arcade games 
from my current hard drive to the new one. That that's my my issue with that right now. They haven't said nothing about that. Um, yeah, they they did. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll cover that later. You won't. Let me just say, you won't have to worry about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, also with with the, I, I don't know if they've said that the hard drive is uh, removable or not, but if it's removable, nope. Like we no, it's not. No. Crap. Nope. <laughs> I was gonna say because, like, when we started with uh, the 360, started with like 20 and 60 gigs, and then it got gradually got bigger. Uh, I would figure they would do that, like start off with 500, and then like next summer we'd have 800 or something. But I guess that yeah, they, they're gonna call it the Xbox Two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess that's the whole point of having the. You can use an external hard drive, I guess, because. Yep. They don't plan on upgrading it. I guess we'll have to all invest in that. Well, we'll probably see terabyte drives, and you know, in the next iteration down the road, they'll or uh, bump to 750 or something. So, hopefully, yeah, I think they're going to have to because there's there's a lot of good arcade games, especially the summer of arcade coming up. Well, I guess I won't have to do with the new <laughs> Xbox, but <laughs> there, yep. there's going to be a lot of games. Yeah, they solved that problem for you already. <laughs> Not compatible. <laughs> All right. Um, how about a carbide? How about the the snap? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'll use it very much. But uh, it'd be cool if you can add on, like if uh, because the hard drive's not removable. If you can add on. Like, uh, you know, I have the cloud and stuff like that, but have like the USB stick, but an external hard drive that you can add on because they have that USB three. So that might be kind of handy if it works that way. But I have the Gears of War console with like, was it the 320 gig? And I only have 120 gigs on it. Um, I usually install all my games that I want to play you know, just for faster loading times or whatever, and then after I beat the game or if I'm done with it, then I just delete it. So I'm pretty conscientious on uh, what I do. But my my goal was actually just to keep it above 200 just in case. But, um, but yeah, like you were saying, with like if you install a blue, like uh, it was a Jesus walk, walks a lot with uh, the Blu-ray install, you know, you get those double-sided blu-ray discs i was reading about a few days ago they're like 50 gigs a disc so why you get 10 games out of that if that because of uh whatever the well, they're gonna suck up I... some of that 500 we, we may get yeah. 450 425 out of that you know yeah exactly so, exactly yeah and if you install five games there's you know at 50 gig a piece that's 250 gig that's half of it right there just with yeah. five games so um, yeah, it'll be well, thing, like, well, for the games that I was wondering about too, like, um, because of the the Connect sensor, if you have your standard first, I guess generation one Connect, will that be upped, or like if you throw in, let's say, I'm trying to look at my Connect games I got here, like Connect Sports, because of the the new sensor being uppity up, uh. 
will they send out an update so it would track you better, or would it still be sluggish like it is right now? So the game, the game, the game Connect Sports won't work on the new hardware anyways. And yeah, I guess maybe bad. maybe we should I guess go into that as it's been stated that there is no backward compatibility. Um, your 360 retail games and your Xbox Live Arcade indie games they will not work. They will not be compatible on Xbox One. Um, different, it's different um, chipsets. It's just it's different uh, hardware that it's being written for. It will not work. So they're. You're gonna have to keep your 360 around to play all your 360 and arcade games. So, um, in that case, so like with me, I've got a 250 gig hard drive. I don't install games, um, and I've don't have a lot of space. I got like 40 gig left, but most of that is because of Rock Band, um, and which won't be moving over. So, you know, I don't have to worry about that. But um, yeah, so there's no the backward compatibility is not going to be there. You will have to keep your 360 alive so now the question yeah. is can i run my xbox 360 can i hdmi out that into my xbox one <laughs> so i don't have to switch yeah now you just blew my mind <laughs> <laughs> i want an xbox 360 into my xbox one then it's my xbox 361 <laughs> so all right um will uh, well, Mark, that's uh, some kinky action you have going on there. But, uh, <laughs> no, but um, the uh, yeah, the backwards compatibility thing, I'm not, I'm not a, it's not a huge issue for me because you know I bought the 360 for a reason, so uh, I'm gonna do all that on that system, and it's kind of a pain just to keep transferring back and forth. So uh, that's fine with me. I, you know, I don't mind having a a gap in the systems and stuff. Um, the 500 gigs thing seems fine to me. That I mean, uh, depending on how, what the sizes of each disc, uh, I guess, you know, I, I might install one or two games depending on, on how the performance is after you install it. Like, uh, certain games I install in 360, but not all of them, just depending, you know, just the long RPGs and stuff like that. So that uh, size might not be too much of an issue for me with regards to the uh, gigabytes. So, um, the snap stuff, uh, like I said, I probably won't be using it too much, uh, although I'd be interested how, to see how, like, let's say if my girlfriend wants to watch uh, Netflix and I want to play a game. But I, I'm honestly not sure if the experience will be any good like that because you, you're splitting your attention you know, between two things and it might not, you know, it's kind of like a, almost like a glorified picture-in-picture picture type of thing. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see how that works out. But I have my doubts whether that will be nearly all that effective. So that's not a huge draw for me as far as that goes. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty much... My thoughts on that end. All right. And Dark Eye Defender. Oh, the split mode thing is pretty cool. Um, like with the Internet Explorer and stuff, I don't know if I want to use Internet Explorer. Uh, so might, that would probably draw a con to that because you have to use Internet Explorer if you want to use the split mode. Um, with movies, I think it would be cool because if you get bored watching a movie... But you have a game in your drive, you're just like, ah, oh, let me play this game for a little bit, because I'm bored of this movie. And, um, what was the other thing they were talking about? Oh, the, the hard drive space. It's okay. Uh, 500 gigs is a lot. I have the 320 Gears console as well, and I don't use that much space. I don't play Xbox that much anymore. And, uh... Blasphemer! <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then uh, another thing is between the backwards compatibility, since you cannot play Xbox games on the three on the one console, um, this because it takes so long to recover your heart or your gamer tag on the 360 console. Would I wonder how much longer it'd be if you have to recover your console every time you want to switch back to your Xbox or between the one console, because your profile would have more data on it from the one console and stuff like that. So you're probably gonna have to take like two hours to download your console between switching consoles. That's my stance on that. That's why they have the cloud. You know, because you can, I'm thinking, you can jump between it, so they have that little bits of pieces just to update it. That's what I'm thinking. Because I can go from my console downstairs, and I can go upstairs in my bedroom and turn on that one, and my my avatar's up there, everything's all up to date, and then I play a game up there, I can go back downstairs, and it's all up to date. It's all because of what was the main line, that cloud functionality or whatever. Yeah. So... I'm thinking it. you might have that initial two-hour install or whatever it is on the one, but once you have that initiated, then... Put that on the cloud and you're good to go. Exactly. Then you could just yeah. go to your friend's house, wherever, and it'll all be pretty much in sync. I haven't, I haven't used the cloud on the Xbox at all. I have nothing in my cloud space, so I didn't... Well, that's a good, good to know. All right. Well, I think one thing... Um... It, the, to keep in mind is it is rumor, and I don't want to talk much on rumor, but it sounds like it's kind of more on the realistic side that uh, installs are going to be mandatory, um, and we'll cover that later. So if they're in, in mandatory installs, then that really could hit on that 500 gig, but um, we'll have to see if they talk about that at E3. Um, Rob, why don't you hit us up on our next topic sure, here? Sure, absolutely. And about the hard drive, you know, it kind of stinks that it's only 500. I mean, we don't know how much we're going to need because we don't know how much uh, the system's going to use. However, I'd rather have something like a 500 in the system and then be able to add my own drive as opposed to having to pay a super premium exorbitant fee to Microsoft for them to add uh, what is otherwise a normally cheap device like they've done in the past. Anyway. So uh, moving on, uh, we've got the the new Connect, Connect 2.0 or whatever you want to call it. It's been uh, redesigned and improved. Uh, the accuracy on it is, is quite a bit better. Now, it's required on the Xbox One for it to function. Uh, this is obviously because of the commands and so forth uh, that it does. And besides, uh, you know, that way they can spy on you, surely. Uh, it's going to have a 1080p wide view camera, which is pretty pretty cool. And you know, I wouldn't expect anything else since uh, you know the, the high resolution cameras are so common nowadays. You know, especially with them being on everybody's phone. So it can read heartbeat, which I mean, this floored me. You know, what was their demo like uh, in the exercise or fitness apps? It can read your heartbeat. I, that just amazes me how it can do that. Uh, the Expression on your face, skeleton orientation, mus- muscle, and, and force that you have. Uh, obviously, it can tell you know people one from another. You know, children versus adults, and so forth. Uh, it works in complete darkness. Um, again, which was uh, 
kind of expected, you know, with what they've released prior. There's going to be a two frame per second latency or 66 uh, millisecond less than Connect version one. Uh, it's not uh, controller level, but enjoyable. You know what that is, Mark? Yeah, they they said that because they were asked about the latency. So they said it's it's less 66 oh. milliseconds less than what the latency is now in the first Connect. Yeah, and they yeah. said it's not at the controller level. I mean, that's you know almost right. non-existent. But they said it's uh, enjoyable. So meaning it's, it's not it, frustrating. It's probably. it should be improved, but it's not like using the controller. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's still going to be lag, but it's improved. So. Oh, absolutely. And speaking of the controller, the new controller that we saw, you know, it, it looks pretty cool, at least in my opinion. It's got an integrated uh, battery compartment. Uh, I imagine this is different than the pop-out one that we've got right now. Uh, there's impulse triggers, rumble in the triggers, uh, like the HD rumble, uh, Wi-Fi direct. Uh, it's got a precision D-pad, 15% faster than the current controller. So um, it's not as laggy, and there's touch screen on the controller. No, no. Uh, what was not used? Oh no, no, yeah. This this was I put this <laughs> I in. Be. This was a t- uh, I thought this yeah. was an interesting topic. Um, and and where I got this is I don't know if everybody got to see after the conference today, Spike TV actually um, Jeff Keeley went behind the scenes with yeah, yeah. some labs testing people and talked to the Connect guys. That's where we're getting the heartbeat and all those different things. And um, the controller people, that's where we're getting this information on the, the percentages. This came from after that. But, uh, yeah, this, this what you're about to read I thought was really kind of an interesting Absolutely. because our competitors, if you will, have used – um, a, a, a tablet device on the Wii U, which you have to look down and touch screen, yep. and the PS4 controller has a touchpad screen thing on it. So, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, there's no touch screen on the controller, like uh, a competing product, because the gamer has to look away from the screen, and that ruins the game immersion and takes you away from the action, which, uh, you know... I, I think is is right on. You know, you look away from the screen. Like I know if I'm playing a game, you look away for like a second, like at the clock or something like that. It, it could be all over. Sometimes it's hard enough. Like if you're on like Forza, and I have a problem. Like when I'm looking at the the mini map or the the HUD at the bottom, yeah, yeah, you're uh-huh. trying to look at your up. Uh, you know, oh, where's my next turn? Is it left or right? You, you just glancing at that, and all of a sudden you're careening off the <laughs> the path. Um, and what <laughs> yeah. I thought was interesting is they actually built several different types of controllers. They were talking about it. They put one in, and they actually did testing with this. And the guy said, this is what we saw. And he actually, you know, showed Jeff Keeley that the guys, the gamers had to keep looking down. And it's like, it just yeah. didn't, it, it just didn't work, you know, because yep. it's, it's taking them, you know, your actions on the screen, it's in front of you. You shouldn't have to look somewhere else. And that's why they actually did not put anything in. And then he oh, did yeah. say that what I thought was cool was that everybody has said that the current controller is the best. So they went to that and said, what can we improve on? And that's what they essentially have done is improved on the current controller. So, which will and be interesting. Like they've done it. I can't wait to get my hands on it to see how different it is. But so. Absolutely. And then uh, last thing is smart glass. 
Uh, this is something that is natively part of Xbox One. So, yeah, so real quick, I wanted to say I hate that Connect is required. You have to have Connect plugged in. Otherwise, Xbox One will not function. It will not work. They have stated you are, it's required to be plugged in. I hate that because... Why? I mean, what's the big deal? Just plug well, it in. Well, I'm glad that you asked <laughs> because the other day, last week, I was trying to watch game trailers through the Xbox Live app, and I was watching a bunch of stuff about today's reveal and all the things that they were talking about. And every time that they would say Connect or Xbox in the show, my Xbox would actually pause and then either rewind or fast forward or I'm drop, having a deja or drop back to the menu. Didn't you talk about this a little couple minutes ago? Before we started recording. Oh, okay. So, um, so I hate it. I actually had to unplug Connect just so I could watch the game trailer app on Xbox Live. That's the only way I could get it to function. And now they're saying, well, now you can't unplug it. So, you know, don't plan on watching any Xbox-related items because it's going to cause your Connect to trigger every time someone says Xbox. So. Anyways, I, I don't like that. They I hope they've made some serious improvements in that. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be useless. Um, uh, the only other concern on the controller, the integrated battery compartment, um, it, it's basically removed the battery from the bottom of the controller. However, that makes me wonder, if it's integrated, does that mean I can recharge it? Do I have? Are they going the PlayStation route where you have to have your controllers plugged into your console to charge them? Because that I don't like. I, I really don't like that on the PlayStation 3, oh, especially because yeah. as little as I use it, every time I go to use it, the controller's dead. <laughs> Doesn't the Wii U do that, too? I don't know. There's something weird about the way it charges or something. So I, I don't know. I'm hoping to get more information on that. Um, but that's those are my comments. And uh, with, with Smart Glass natively being part of it, we'll probably see Smart Glass for everything, just like we're seeing Connect now on everything. Yeah. Smart Glass will be integrated into every every title so um but anyways what's uh oh, and, and with the controller i hope that you can still put in double a's that yeah. you, you know it's not a fully recharged pack yeah I don't there is an option that's a good question and ho- there may be some info up on the interwebs tonight there has been so much information i've been trying to and a lot of this has been changing even as i was con- up, up getting our thing ready for tonight so some of this information may change in the next day or two um but all i saw was integrated battery compartment so i don't know if that means it's like your iphone or you can't change the battery or you know like a playstation controller or ps3 controller or is it does it is it just mean that it's been moved and you can still put double a's or can you put rechargeables in somehow um yeah i i i hope i can recharge it because i don't use double a's man it would cost too much so, but anyways, let's hit our round table and I'm actually going to mix it up, start at the bottom of my list and go up. Um, so we'll start with Dark Eye Defender, Connect, Smart Glass, and the new controller. Um, the controller, I think I'd have to have it in my hands to think if I like it or not. I saw the first picture in that video when I started off the conference and I, like, screamed out, that's disgusting, because I thought it looked disgusting. Um, but then people talked about it, and I was like, all right, well, I'll have to, like, play with it to see if I like it or not. Uh, it just looks a lot, like, it looks different 
from the angles that I've seen it at, but, you know, I'll have to just play with it. Um, the battery, I think it, if it goes the PlayStation route, um, I don't know if I like that, because my, where I sit for my TV and where my Xbox and stuff is at, it's longer than the cord is long. So the distance is longer, and I don't want to sit in front of my TV like that because that's just not good for you. And I can't remember what else we talked about. Connect, um, connect yeah. Oh, um, that connect is too big. Uh, it's a lot bigger than the connect that we have now, I think, still. Maybe at the see a side by side, but the one that they showed, it looks like is about as big as the console. The console looks like VCR. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 good point. Um, not that I want to interject too much, but I, I actually looked at my, t- my, my connect and I'm like, cause mine sits not on top of my TV. It sits on the bottom, like on, on the TV stand and it's just, my TV's just barely above it, and I think the new Connect is actually going to be taller. But it's yeah. hard to tell. It, it did look big. <laughs> my, it, mine's sitting where it doesn't matter because I have a big, old big plasma screen that has, like, a, the big back on it. So it, I can still sit on top of that. But, uh, yeah, it just looks – it doesn't look very eye-appealing. It just looks like a big brick. And – it if it has, I don't like that. It's always on. My connect's always on anyway. It doesn't really matter too much. Uh, I don't really watch too much Xbox related things for them to recognize it. It's every now and then that that happens. And the connect better be as good as they showed it in the conference if that was for real. Yeah, IGN's got a pretty good picture of the, the current console, the controller, and the new one side by side. They don't look too different in size. There, there's definitely a difference in the grip, um, but I don't think it'll be too hard for us to get used to. The thing I question is the back and the start buttons are gone, and they're replaced with two other different buttons that had like different M, uh, symbols on them, and we have no idea what those are. So I know PlayStation had a share button. Um, but we'll see. The thumbsticks did look better too. So, but um, Will, what do you think of the, those items? Controller, Connect, and Smart Glass. Uh, Smart Glass, I I won't be using because I don't really. I don't know. I just never really use my phone with my console so much. I, and plus, if you have older versions of Android, uh, I'm not sure if it's compatible because I have still gingerbread. So, uh, probably no on that one. Uh, the Connect, yeah, the, it just looks a little too unwieldy like it's before. It's just a little too big, and uh, and my the way I have my computer, I mean uh, my game set up, uh, I have like no space for it at all. So I'd have to like maybe like set up a shelf or something for it. So it, it's just not, you know, it's just kind of in the way. So um, it's definitely not gonna help in, in my situation. Um, and yeah, like I said before, I, I don't think it'll be I'll be using it a whole lot, even though it's integrated. And I actually thought that was going to be inside the console itself, but I guess they find they thought the positioning was going to be a little too tricky or something. So 
they separated it and uh you know and i'm i'm surprised it's so bulky i was i was hoping it would be a lot thinner almost like uh kind of like the wee nunchucks you know the way you set out that up the like the, the little what you call it the receiving thing so yeah i was i was hoping it would be something a little bit more streamlined than that but uh, yeah like you know like everybody said i guess we'll have to wait for the xbox to like one two or something <laughs> but um yeah and the controller I, I like, you know, a good amount. It's a little flatter, a little wider, but it's essentially the same thing. It just, uh, and the contour looks a little different, but, uh, you know, I'll definitely have to play it as well. Uh, I'll be missing the back and front, uh, back and start buttons, but, uh, hopefully they'll work around that. Most games sometimes use the A, the X and the A button, so, to get around, so that's not a big deal. Okay, cool. Um, I think, Carbide, you're up next. Uh, I don't know. I don't think you can hear us. No, I got you now. Okay. I forgot what you guys were talking about. Uh, Connect, the new controller and smart glass. Um, Connect, I've never really had a problem with on my version one, I guess. Um, I don't really use it for voice commands at all, really. Um, I haven't really played any games. So if it works as good as what they showed... It might be a little bit better. And what you were mentioning with uh, you were watching the game trailers and every time they were mentioning Xbox, your thing was... That happened to me a couple of times. So I'm thinking if it has better voice recognition, because, um, you know, nowadays with all the technology on your smartphone and whatnot, it can actually pick up your voice better than... Like if you're talking to my phone to unlock it, and it doesn't unlock compared to if I say the exact same thing that it does, that kind of thing, it might be a lot better. So then you won't have that kind of problem. Um, I tried using smart glass a little bit on, you know, the 360 with Halo and whatnot, and um, some movies, you know, that you can buy on Xbox video or whatever. But I haven't really used a whole heck of a lot. And my Netflix just crapped out. Huh, go figure. Um... But and then the controller, I think that just looks bloody slick. Um, just trying to think, there was a. I remember a while back that they had uh, Razer was making a a new controller, and they had a Kickstarter with the smaller battery pack that went in there, and that's what kind of reminds me of uh, of this new controller with the slick slimmed down version of it and i'm just glad not to see some weird ass touch screen on it like the the playstation does but how the guide button is like if you have you know you push the guide button it's actually a button but what is it on the on the on the new controller is it functional or is it just light up when your console's on you know like but I think the, the new controller actually looks pretty pretty nice and slim and modern, I guess, is what, what it kind of is. So. Yep. Yeah. All right, how about a Blockster ATW? Uh, Smart Glass, I haven't – I've never really got into that. I tried it once with Horizon, and that didn't end too well. Um, and the uh, – Connect sensor, like my son might use it, but other than that, I'll probably just hide it behind the TV or 
somehow I'd like to find the microphone and cover that up because that's kind of awkward playing the game and you forget that the microphone's on. Um, and the controller is, I think it looks awesome. I like the, the new thumbsticks. It looks like it has some kind of, uh, ridges or some kind of more grip around the edges. And, uh, I don't know if anybody else watched the after show with Jeff Keeley. They were going more in depth with the controllers that actually has, uh, like rumble packs in the, in the triggers. So I think that'll definitely add to like suspenseful games, like maybe dead space. Um, I, th- I think that's a pretty cool addition. And, uh, the battery pack, I'm sure if it's not internal, which it didn't look like, uh, that's probably mainly because they want to charge more for the, the, or get more of your money with the plain charge kit. Well, interesting. I'm looking, I'm seeing images now. Uh, CNET and NeoGAF have actually got a picture in the back of it, and it looks just like any kind of remote uh, that you would slide the cover up to reveal the double A's. Um, And as big as this is, as wide as this is, or at least from a picture, it might take three or four double A's. I don't know. Oh, wow. It's a pretty wide battery door. Um, Are they sideways now? Well, you know what? That's probably it. They're probably laying sideways, so it probably still only holds two. Um, So, And I'm sure somebody will have a rechargeable kit that you can still just snap in there. Oh, definitely Microsoft. So, and I'll buy them because that's <laughs> I'm using those now. So, or just get the and the loop batteries. Those are awesome. And also the like for the plane charge. You know how you plug it in the controller now. It and when they're showing the controllers plugged in, it looked like a different cable. I don't know if that's like a just their what they're using in the in the shop that they're testing them or what. But it looked like a whole different kind of cable. Any anything else on the? I want to make sure I don't cut you off. I thought I caught Carbide off, but he said no, I didn't. <laughs> uh, only thing else is like maybe like some of us use like Turtle Beaches. They have that hockey puck that goes on there. I think that's going to be obsolete with this controller. Ah, good good point. Uh, there, I think there are some other connections. Uh, I did see an article talking about some additional uh, ports, and Microsoft isn't talking about them yet, so. Maybe maybe they'll have some kind of adapter, but yeah, that would be. Uh, I would think they probably would sell you guys adapters for all those types of things to, because those are expensive headsets. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully they'll have maybe even Turtle Beach or the the companies will make up an adapter for you guys to be able to plug in. So. All right, Elite E Dog four twenty. All right. So did you say that this controller opens up in the back? Is that confirmed or anything? I'm under the impression that it's a built-in battery pack. Like you're it's, not opening up this control. No, I'm I'm looking at pictures of the back of it, and you can see the battery door. All right, um, that's interesting because could you imagine? Like, how long do you think a rechargeable battery pack lasts? Like its lifetime? Probably about a year, year and a half. Probably. Could you well, imagine? I think, I, the I think they go a little longer than that because I've I've had that's, some of that's these about for what mine, many years. That's about what mine lasts. About a year, year and a half. Yeah, you but you're, you're playing constantly too. Exactly. So 
could you imagine having a built-in battery pack and then having that battery die? What do you do? You can't go out and buy a new rechargeable battery pack. You got to go out and buy a new controller. There's money for Microsoft. No, this is. I mean, I can see it. It's. I can. I've. I've seen several pictures now. I've been looking as we've been talking, right, and right. It, it slides this up like you know, flip over your Directv remote. It's got the little three little lines that you just press and slide it right off. Cover comes right okay. off. There's your batteries. So nice. That's cool. So this so is good. built in. They just you got a cover on it now instead of just open. Yeah. So the back of it's battery. flat. The back of the controller or the bottom of it is yeah. flat. Instead of having the essentially look at your controller now, remove that battery bay and it's flat across there, and the batteries are inside there. So it's okay. they yeah. just stuck it into the controller instead of hanging it out the bottom. And how the Xbox button is all the way at the top of the controller. It looks so weird. It, it looks like I, I don't like it way up there. I, <laughs> It's weird. If they got rid of that whole Xbox button and made it sleek and, and like curved round down, just got rid of that whole top of the controller and made it nice and small, that, that might be nice. But then again, it might look exactly like a 360 controller. Um, overall, I like the look of the controller. All the buttons still feel like they're going to be in the same place. It's going to feel comfortable in your hands. I like how the D-pad, the very the middle of the D-pad is super concave. It's way deep in there. And then every direction is pushed out. So I'm, I'm very curious to, to play around with that. I'm pretty sure that D-pad doesn't twist or anything. So, so that's what you get. Uh, joysticks look good and everything. Smart Glass hasn't really been effective this generation, so I'm hoping that now that it's native to the Xbox One, hopefully it all comes in handy. Windows 8, Windows 8 phone, like I'm ready to go with Smart Glass, so let's see what they have to offer. And the Connect, man, I'm stoked for Connect, dude. Let's see. I'm ready to, I'm ready to see if I can fool this thing. And if I can't, then it's better, you know? Like if it can track that it's me, playing if i can throw a chair in my in the middle of my living room and have it start burning calories then they didn't accomplish anything i want it to be picking up one-to-one like all these easy workout games are not going to be easy anymore that's what i'm looking for i want more legit connect and i think that's what we're going to get as far as all the joint tracking and stuff went like they're definitely tracking a lot more joints if you go back and in uh Calibrate your connect right now. You can tell by the skeletal design that it's barely, it's tracking a basic stick figure, you know? And wh- what they were showing in that press conference is it's tracking a lot more joints, movements. Hopefully they can pick up how fast you're th- moving your arm if you're throwing a ball or anything like that. So it is, it is super bulky though. It's a, it's a massive connect. Yeah. It's, it's wide. It's, it's crazy. Kyle called it a power brick. Looks like a power brick. And it it, it kind of does. It looks better than PlayStation 4's Connect. Yeah. There, theirs was ugly. I mean, I, I was shocked when I saw that, but I, I thought the Connect looked okay. It looked kind of cool and sleek, but um, yeah, it looked big, um, which you know my current one is a lot slimmer. But I guess the, you know that's part of the technology they're packing in there. So, you want yeah. a heartbeat monitor? I guess you got to put it in there somewhere. <laughs> Like, you're about to have a heart attack. <laughs> Warning, please please sit down now. Before, yeah, can you imagine? 100 beats a per minute. Maybe you should take a break. Achievement, heart attack, have it. <laughs> Real life heart attack. You can get an achievement for that. Like dialing 911. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was kind of picturing. The Hopefully, like, if your heart like gets so low, like, oh, we're calling the ambulance for you. 
But like, and then I thought, what if uh, the connect kind of like bugs out and kind of thinks you're having a little heart attack and it calls the ambulance and like they show up, you're perfectly fine. Like, oh goddamn connect. Yeah, I'll I turn that option off. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk in and connect's gonna go, hey fat boy, you wanna play? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's play Call of Duty. You really should play Nike gonna... Trainer Express or Extreme or whatever. You know, it's connect's gonna be like, you really should uh, exercise. <laughs> You're gonna walk in the room. It's automatically gonna launch Year Shape 2014 and stuff. <laughs> and that's when it gets thrown out the window. <laughs> and my Xbox 360 is back in its mantle where it belongs <laughs> and i'll look at it go i love you you don't judge me <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> all right um jesus walks a lot uh, just an update <laughs> controller connect and smart glass <laughs> <laughs> um the connect looks pretty neat i like the fact that there's more tracking you know no more uh more joints being able to be tracked Maybe more sports games, more sports games will be integrated into it, you know, like football games, baseball games, you can throw a ball. Um, smart glass, I use it now, and I like it, but I know that it could be much better, and I know a lot of games that are coming out are probably going to integrate it, seeing as that's a big thing for the next Xbox. So I'm really looking forward to that, you know, and, um, the controller looks awesome. I like the way it looks. I just, it looks really nice. I mean, it's just looks sleek. The, the thumb pads they look pretty grippy, you know. Everything looks nice on it, you know. And I'm excited to see how it plays on first-person shooters. And that's really about it. I mean, just the connect those, like you guys said, it is pretty bulky, and it's probably be a hard, hard thing to find where to put that thing. It's big brick. The thing is huge. I mean, it's like it's like the Xbox. The thing is huge too. It looks huge to me, at least. Um, but yeah. All right. How about J Alpha seventy five? Yeah, uh, I like the new. The controller looks cool. That that light, the, the the button with the light on at the top. You guys mentioned it earlier. I like it that it's actually. I actually like that it's at the top because I don't know about you guys, but there's been times I've been gaming and. I jump because something happened or, you know, I'm in the middle of a firefight on battlefield and I'm getting pissed off, you know, and, uh, and I accidentally hit that button and then that causes me to either die or, you know, <laughs> just like the level. Yep. So I kind of, it's, I kind of like that it's at the top. It looks like it's a little, it's going to be harder to accidentally hit. I don't know. And then, uh, I don't have a connect right now. Um, but apparently it'll come with the next one. So I won't have a choice. Uh, I hope it's like Siri. I love Siri on my phone. So there's a way you can say Xbox mute microphone or something like that. That would be sweet. So you can mute mute the micro- microphone, and the only way you can unmute it is to say, you know, Xbox unmute or something like that. That, w- that would be cool. Uh, is that in the current Connect? Not that I'm aware of. Um, it'd be nice. I, I think you can go in. you can go in somewhere in the settings to turn off the microphone, but it's it's buried in the settings, and then you have to go back to turn it back on. And that's probably what I should do, what I should have done when I'm watching that show, is so that it doesn't hear the TV talking. But then it, I, you'd have to manually go in and find the setting to do it, because if you turned off the mic, you couldn't say Xbox unmute, because <laughs> it wouldn't hear you if, if it worked. <laughs> so, 
With yeah. the current setting, I think it's just for like in voice controls, like saying you're playing multiplayer on something. Uh, it would act as your microphone. It just mutes it for that. But for voice controls to activate playing a disc, then it, if you, even if you have it muted, it'll still read those commands. But it's just for like playing like acting as a microphone as if you had one plugged into your controller. Okay, cool. Good information. All right. So let's move. I, I hope this format's not dragging on, guys. I just want to make sure everybody gets a chance to talk. Um, but we're, we're getting the, we're all, we're getting there. Um, but the next one is new Xbox Live. And I, of course, I perked up when I heard this. And there's some pretty interesting things here. Um, we'll cover this, and then we're going to jump into some of the games that were discussed. Um, and then we'll we'll have a couple extra items that came after the show, and then we'll we'll, we'll be wrapped up here. Um, but Xbox Live, I thought this was interesting. They said, like, when the service originally started, there was, like, 500 servers or something. Um, right now they have 15,000 servers that are currently handling Xbox Live service. They said that Xbox One will have more than 300,000 servers to support it, which was mind-boggling how they can go from 15,000 to 300,000. It's just, wow. Um, I'm assuming that's all part of the cloud storage, so that they're saying there is cloud storage on the new one. They mentioned very briefly, quickly, don't even know if they intended to, but game DVR with saves to the cloud was mentioned, and that's all they said. <laughs> and that's the part I wanted to hear the most. Um, how the game DVR portion, I want it there, I want to share, I want to work. So obviously E3 will get tons of information on how that works. Um, they said they're going to, because of the cloud service, it's going to allow for bigger matches. They said more players. Now in the show, all they said was more players. On an after the show uh, article I read, they were saying that essentially you could get up to 128 players because of the Microsoft Azure cloud computing platform. So developers will have the ability to make use of this cloud uh, computing platform, which could potentially offload a lot of the computing and stuff into the cloud and give up to 128 players in a game. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and then they talked about living worlds. And, and that's really all they said. Um, and if they said anything else, I, I missed it. But my takeaway from the living worlds was possibly like MMOs or, you know, like a, a World of Warcraft or something where it's constantly alive, you know, because it exists in the cloud, uh, like a defiance type of thing, um, you know, where we're going to be able to do those types of things and maybe see more MMOs uh, on this new console. So um, we'll, we'll open it back there for just covering that, and then we'll jump into some of the game stuff. Uh, so, uh, Jay Hoffa 75, what do you think of the, anything that stuck out to you there? Um, yeah, the, uh, 300,000 servers, that's going to be cool. Um, the, I, I'm really looking forward to more players on like Battlefield, for example, you only have what 32 and in those big maps, um, it's kind of more like a small map first person shooter where you see one person first person with the least laggy connection wins, you know. <laughs> uh, so having 128 would be sweet. That That's something I really look forward to. All right. Jesus walks a lot. 
Um, well, I just want to know how much cloud space you're going to get, you know, with all this cloud. You know, they keep saying this cloud, this cloud is going to connect your Xbox to these other worlds, to your saves, to everything, basically. And it's going to let you be able to turn on your Xbox and run it right off the bat where you left off, you know, and all this stuff. But what I want to know is how much cloud space you will get, you know. And if at some point they're going to start charging you for more space because you just need more space. Maybe they'll come up with like a Xbox Platinum where you get – that's probably what they'll do, something like you, you pay more money for your Platinum or your Xbox Live Gold, you go to Platinum, you get more online storage. Or... Maybe. I wonder if like the silver members are going to get the same amount of storage that the gold members are going to get. Oh, they better not. Um, you know, or stuff like, like that. That's what I'm kind of wondering about. Um, so hopefully, I don't know. I just hopefully it all goes well and hopefully they don't get hacked or yeah. something happens to their system where everybody loses their saves or their accounts or something. That would be bad. All right. Um, Elite E-Dog. Yep. My philosophy has always been, don't trust the cloud. (laughs) I've always had bad experiences with the cloud. Like, for me, the cloud would work perfect for me going over to a friend's house for one night, put put whatever I want to play at his house on the cloud and go over there. When I do that, I go over there and it says, like, it's still downloading from the cloud and I end up waiting a half an hour for my game to kick on. That's no good. So they're really going to have to prove me wrong about this whole cloud. More servers, cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. Until they shut them down two years from now. We'll we'll see about this cloud. I still don't trust it. Uh, blocks to ATW. Um, I haven't really used the cloud too much. I mean, I've used it for like maybe Skyrim, like so I could play in my game room and then in the living room, but uh, I don't know. I probably won't use it too much this time either, so it really doesn't affect me. Uh, But it is nice, even though when you don't use it too much, that when it goes down, they do reward reward you. What was it, like a month of, of Xbox Live? So I'll maybe save one game to it just so I can get a free month of Xbox Live when it goes down. And I'm sure that's what they would, they'd probably keep stuff like that, so. Yeah, that's the only only good thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Carbide, how about it? I know it doesn't uh, count. They're I... not going to give you no cloud storage in Canada, right? Or you'll Maybe you'll get more after the conversion rate. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, no, we're we're a couple, couple under you still. But, oh, okay. Uh, I I haven't really used it much either. Um, I used it a little bit when I went to out to my brother-in-law's place in Vancouver, which is about a twelve-hour drive, just to you know hang with him and whatnot. But I'm with Eric. You know, it, if it works, great. If it's not, and then I'm just trying to think. There was a an event that happened where the cloud went out for a couple of days or a week or something like that. Brun was talking about it and he was all mad because he couldn't play Battlefield. Well, I haven't used the cloud like in a long time and apparently I was the one affected and I didn't even know. And I got a free month subscription 
to go on top of that. And I didn't even know that I was affected. And they said, oh, we know who it is, you know, so don't worry. I, I was one of the one affected, but I didn't even know. So I got a free month out of that. I'll, but, I'll be uh, sure to call them up and let them know, and they can take that back. Yeah, I, you know what? I actually, I didn't even redeem it because I accidentally deleted the email that had the the, the free code in there. So I was like, oh, oh crud. Yeah, oh, man. but uh, I use it few and far between because I really have no need for it. Um, so, but if you know if they're giving you 500 gigs and let's say they give you an extra gig on the cloud bonus, but I don't really see a bon- benefit for me at all. I think the cloud storage, I see that as good for your game saves, I suppose, because if you did go to a friend's house, you can play your game and, and or, you know, play it over there or play it on another Xbox. If you have multiples in the house, you know, you play upstairs and then you want to go downstairs or something or vice versa, you know, you can stop your game and come up to another Xbox and play it somewhere else and resume where you were. You know, you're not stuck until the family gets off the main TV or something, so, but, uh. Okay, uh, Will. Uh, yeah, I always saw the uh, the cloud service as more of like a kind of a stopgap, just in between, like let's say you want to go to your friend's house or you know to transport your saves. Um, so that will definitely work in a pinch. Uh, I never really depend on it as a you know as an ongoing type of memory uh, unit or, or of storage and stuff. Um, I mean, if, yeah, like people have said, if it works, that's cool. If not. Not a big deal, but it's it's a it's a good thing to have at least you know on the side. Um, with regards to Xbox Live, I'm very interested in see how they restructure it. Um, Mark, I know you've been uh, saying about the gold and the platinum stuff. I I kind of hope they don't go that far because that's kind of like a little too many tears for me. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting also to see what they include in in the actual gold service if they. Offer more for you for the gold service, even if they off if the um they up the price of the of the gold. So hopefully maybe all that TV stuff they they've been talking about will be included in gold, and then silver maybe you get just gets to play online or something like that. Who knows? But um, I'm very interested in that aspect of of, uh, of live and and especially when when they compare it to the PSN and what they're offering because you know, they're they're offering games tied to the to the gamer. Um, tag or, or whatever the profile is, so that, there's, there's that. All right, and before I have Dark Eye comment, Rob, I got a job for you. Um, yeah. yeah, you got an idea of what a what an average server costs these days? I'd like you to figure if you if you know that I know you work in that space maybe you know the cost of a server give me an idea what three hundred thousand servers would cost we'll give well, you a few, we'll give you a few minutes <laughs> see I, I was I was doing some wondering on this so you know there's well, for example the servers that you know we use in business or telephony which is my profession you know those things are like ten grand depending, you know, a couple grand to 10 grand each. These have got to be the micro servers. So there's a lot of them, but they're low power. It's, it's got to be what they're doing here because Google does the same thing. But, uh, yeah, I'll do a little bit of math. All right. I'm curious. Okay, Dark Eye Defender, um, I, we know you don't play Xbox anymore, and you know, but if you did, did you like what you heard about new Xbox Live? Um, I didn't hear... Too much about it. Uh, I don't remember them talking about it that much. 
the servers are gonna be pretty cool. Hopefully, hopefully there's like a lot less drops in parties and whatnot. Um, that's pretty much all I remember hearing about it. Uh, I heard about like a thousand friends. That sounds like way too much friends. No one has that much real friends. Um, that's about it. That's all I remember. Alrighty. Okay, Rob, uh, you got your number yet? No. No, okay. Well, why don't you take over the next two categories, and then you can go back to computation. You are so bossy. <laughs> Do it, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. <laughs> Wingman 1. Okay, so uh, a couple of things that we got here uh, in terms of software. Uh, this is uh, EA Sports made a you know, fairly big presentation. Uh, they covered FIFA 14, Madden 25, NBA Live 14, and UFC. I guess it was just called UFC. I don't think there's any number to it. Uh, those are all coming to Xbox One, and I think they said within the next year. So um, I don't know if it'll be at launch time, but definitely you know within the next year. Uh, they're going to have uh, a new Ignite engine, uh, that's, so that's the name of the new engine, and the thing was pretty impressive. Uh, you know, they touted, uh, human intelligence, uh, true player emotion, and living worlds. And when they mean living worlds, I believe that was just with the crowds. Uh, you know, the crowds to make it sound believable for atmosphere. It's gonna have four times more calculations per second, uh, a larger field of vision, uh, human-like intelligence, um, ten times more animation depth and fidelity, 3D crowds, uh, which, you know, instead of just the pasted-on texture of the crowds, it's actually going to be, you know, 3D for the living worlds type of effect, I guess. Uh, dynamic sidelines. Uh, FIFA 14 will have exclusive content on the Xbox. And uh, they showed uh, quite a bit of footage, you know, the soccer games, football games, and it was, it was pretty amazing looking. Um, and Microsoft Studios has Forza 5 as its launch title, and just like, you know, which is typical of Forza, it looks amazing. Uh, Remedy, which also made uh, Alan Wake, and, uh, oh, what was that other? They made, they made two big titles. Alan Wake and Max Payne 3? Yes, 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 that's it. Uh, they showed off Quantum Break, which was really interesting because it had some uh, live action and uh, the game in their little uh, teaser that they had. Uh, they're going to have... <laughs> yeah, when that first kicked on, I was like, dang, that looks good, man. Those people yeah, look yeah. real. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wait, they are real. <laughs> <laughs> or are they? <laughs> you never know. It threw me for a loop when it first started. <laughs> you don't. Maybe you didn't realize the full power of Xbox One. So they're going to have 15 exclusive titles uh, in the first year, with eight of those. So that's uh, a little bit over half. Eight of them are going to be new IPs, which is pretty darn sweet. So you know, hopefully they'll have some really cool stuff coming out. And. Uh, you want to cover? Yeah, we'll do one more. Uh, Xbox and nope, 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 nope. Okay. I, I took on. Uh, <laughs> Ow. 
Okay, so we will, I think we'll start at the bottom of my list here in Dark Eye Defender, EA and Microsoft Studios. So now we got some games. Um, EA, the, they're just sports games, the same old, same old, same old. If you played one and you like them, uh, you'll probably like these ones. I'm not a big fan of them. Uh, the Remedy game, I'm excited for it because I liked Alan Wake a lot. I won an Alan Wake 2, but, uh, Max Payne was alright. I only played a, like a little bit of that. Uh, so I'm optimistic about this one, but all in all, I'm excited for it. And, uh, call, are, did you, are we biting the tongue on the last one? The Call of Duty? Oh, we're gonna cover that. We'll cover that. Uh, uh yeah, uh, no one cares about that. Alright. <laughs> Ouch. Um, Will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the EA stuff, uh, I think I thought all that stuff was a given, especially after they announced um, like stuff like also like the Ubisoft, uh, like Watch Dogs. Uh, you know, pretty much knew that it's all going to come to the next Xbox console. They just never really uh, confirmed it. But um, I'm pretty excited for Forza 5. I'm a huge Forza fan, especially uh, uh, 4 and Horizon. So uh, that's going to be a pretty good system seller. Um Quantum Break look, looks pretty good too. I'm a, I'm a fan of that developer. Uh, I was hoping for maybe an Alan Wake 2, but hopefully down the line we'll see that. Uh, also the new IPs is a great, is a really good, um, idea because they've been pretty much coasting on the same, uh, IPs for a while now, especially, uh, Gears is pretty much winding down. It's, I think that's gonna be the last game, hopefully, but, um, yeah, lots of stuff to be excited about. Um, also, hopefully, like uh, you said, Mark, uh, hopefully Crackdown is one of those, also part of the... Uh... Oh, man. I hope so. Yeah, and uh, hopefully they go for, like, maybe, a, like, a cel-shaded kind of, like, kind of go go a little crazier with that game. So that, And then uh, also they, they announced, like, a new Rare property that, that might be um, a classic that came back. I don't know. Maybe it's Banjo-Kazooie, hopefully. Uh, maybe Killer Instinct. I I take Perfect Dark too. That's a good. Um, I think that's worth pursuing too because that, that was a. Uh, I mean the the first, the Xbox Two game was fun, but had a lot of tearing issues, and hopefully they have a lot, a lot better tech for that one. Cool. All right, Carbide. <laughs> if it, if it stays connected for me, but uh, before your phone wise, battery dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, fourteen percent still going. Um, game-wise, I'm not a sports gamer. I'm not a card gamer. I want Blacklist, and I want Watch Dogs. Those are the main ones. And they're supposed to be coming out before, possibly before the console release. So I'm kind of wondering if it's going to be like on the, when the original Xbox and the 360 came out. Um, I think I wrote on here before Double Agent was a, came out on both consoles and it was like two separate games. Like you played one and it was totally different than the, you know, on the other one. So I'm probably going to be buying both for each console because of, I want to see how the gameplay is different and how just, how well it looks. And, but with the new IPs, I'm kind of interested to see what they are. Is it Watch Dogs? Possibly. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure. That quantum break, I didn't even understand that at all. Like, I have no idea. I have Max Payne 3 sitting here. I haven't even opened it from the packaging. I've played a little bit of Alan Wake, but um, 
yeah, I still have to kind of see what that quantum break was about. Like, is it, you, you're just like a time traveler and you can bend time? I don't, I don't know. So it's kind of, kind of odd, but the new IPs seem kind of interesting for sure. If, if and when we hear about them. Yeah, we'll get, we'll probably, we'll get all that, I'm sure, at E3, so, and I'm sure we'll see more Quantum Break. It, it was an interesting thing, and I think it's, you know, Remedy has shown with Alan Wake, they can really make a good story and a good game. So I think what's neat about Quantum Break is that what's probably going to be a pretty cool storyline and, and, uh, with some probably unique gameplay features, so I think that could be a really good title for him. Um, alright, Bloxta. Um, the EA thing, that's pretty cool, the, the exclusivity. Well, I guess that's kind of exclusivity that they're getting with them. Um, I'm not a really big uh, sports gamer either, so it's not a big deal to me. But um, the the new Remedy game looks pretty awesome. I, I did kind of, it was kind of confusing, the trailer, but I think it looks nice. I, I can't wait to see what else is going to come out with with those new IPs. Uh, Eric. That's funny. We're all not sports gamers here. <laughs> Screw those sports games. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't care much for them, but they did look really good. You know, all the all the facials and the stadium settings and all that crap. It, it all it all looked good and everything. Uh, Quantum Break. I'm with Carbide on this one. It went right past my head. Like I thought I was watching a movie at first, and then it switched so smoothly into into graphics that I had to reflect back and was like, "Wait, were those real people, or was that actual like game?" So it threw me for a loop. Um, like Carbide as well. I haven't played any of Max Payne Three, but I have it here. So maybe I'll have to go game. back. Yeah, I'll have to have to check it out. Uh, looking forward to the new IPs, of course. All right, and Jesus walks a lot. Well, like everybody else here, I don't really play the sports games, but I might yeah. have to check out. I might have to check out that Madden game just to see the visor reflection. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the new IPs, hopefully they're good. You know, hopefully that Microsoft has always some really strong, you know, IPs for your system, especially the first ones that are going to come out on launch day. But that Quantum Break game, that that thing, like everybody else, I was confused when I watched it. I didn't know what was going on at first. I thought it was going to be like a commercial, like that uh, Mass Effect commercial, you know, that live action, you know. And I, it kind of threw me around. I didn't know what the hell it was about. So hopefully that, hopefully they bring good games out. I mean, those sport games are just not getting no love. <laughs> yeah, not here, not with us, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay Hoffa, 75 had to go. Uh, I know we're running late for, for people out on the East Coast. I'm um, going to try to get moved. We're almost done. Um, so I'm going to – I'm just going to kind of run through. There's the launch date. It's later this year. That's all they said. They said the launch date is later this year. So, okay, we all know it's coming out. Um, Call of Duty was shown – um, the DLC is still going to have a time-based exclusive on Xbox. The interesting thing I thought was the story's actually been, been written by Stephen Gagan, who was the uh, screenwriter or the writer for Traffic and Syriana. Both of those are movies. Um, this is going to be new world, new story, new characters. They have a brand new uh, engine for this game. Um, the, you're going to have a dog as a squad member, 
and uh, which actually looked really good. The dog mechanics and, and the, the the visuals on the dog looked really cool. They've got leaning, sliding, and hopping over obstacles. So this is not new to games. It is new to Call of Duty, um, so that will be added. Uh, they're going to have dynamic multiplayer maps, which we already have seen in Black Ops 2 with, like, flooding and fog and snowfall or avalanches and stuff. But I guess there's going to be a lot more dynamic mul- stuff in the multiplayer maps. And probably the coolest thing, the thing I'm, I actually liked, was multiplayer character customization. I don't know why. I guess I'm... I'm 40-plus years old, and I like to play dress-up. I don't know. Because for some reason in some of these games where you can customize your character, I never really understood that, yet it seems like I'm always doing it now in all these games. So uh, people like to customize their guns. Now it's gone to the characters. I think that's kind of cool. They did show some comparisons between Modern Warfare 3 and Ghosts. And when I first saw the footage from Ghosts, I was like, okay, well, it really doesn't look that great. And then they showed the comparisons. I was like, oh, okay, wow, yeah, they have made some strides since Modern Warfare 3. So I thought that was kind of cool uh, to see that. Um, the thing I want to jump now, and I'll let you guys sound off on Call of Duty if you want. You know, that's people either love it or hate it. So if you don't, you don't have to comment on if you don't want to. But the, the thing that this, this next thing was the biggest announcement for me. I was fist pumping. I was so excited. Halo is getting a live action TV series. And when they started, when they started this whole Xbox Entertainment Studios and this lady came out and then she brought out this other lady from 343, I'm just like, oh, please, 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 Halo TV show. But it's got to be live, just like Ford Under Dawn. Please, please, please. And then she said it. I was, I was, I was, I was fist pumping. So excited. This is being created by 343 Studios and Steven Spielberg. Um, so essentially, we're gonna get like four under dawn every week. You know, I'm just like so excited over it. Um, the the other stuff they talked about was a partnership within the with the NFL. Uh, we don't really know much about it. Um, it's, you know, they're gonna integrate the game with your fantasy football teams and and live viewing. But the one thing I I, I caught and I actually rewound it and made sure I, I quoted it right was Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner. He actually said. When we look for partners, we look for the best. From a technology standpoint, Xbox and uh, Xbox and Microsoft, there is no better. Um, I, I thought that was kind of, I was like, wow, you know, it kind of stuck out to me, his, his comment. So they really are impressed with the Xbox Live is going, what it offers to their brand, um, and what it brings to the football enthusiasts. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and there's going to be some exclusive and interactive NFL content. So... We'll, we'll turn this over, and then we'll do another round here, and then the last part is going to be some miscellaneous stuff that's that's been burning up the interwebs since the show, since the conference ended. We'll talk about those. It's like two items, and then we'll we'll wrap up the show. So uh, Jesus walks a lot. Dude, you got to be excited for Halo TV, right? I am, actually, because I really love the forward on to dawn. Um, that was just an awesome awesome episodes every time i watched one i was like wow you know this is pretty amazing stuff hopefully they continue with the same characters same you know continue that story that they kind of started there and um that just looks awesome um call of duty looks great as well i mean i'm really excited for that i'll I'll probably be picking it up the day it comes out on the new xbox and that's really about it man but hopefully i get to you get to play as a dog you know in a mission (laughs) run around biting all the enemies you know that would be pretty cool but who knows 
<laughs> that would be an interesting game mechanic, I suppose. It would be. Remember, I could dog just biting everybody. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Lady Dog. Um, I'm interested in this Halo TV series. The, the one thing that, that we, the Achievement Hounds, took out of it was that CBS lady said it's going to be premium content for the Xbox Live people. So what does that really mean? Premium content. Pay. You gotta pay for it. So that's like Xbox Silver people don't get X- Halo TV on their Xbox One. But since they're partnering with CBS, is it gonna be on normal TV? I don't, they're not partnering with CBS. They're not? Cause that no. was the CBS lady that was out there, right? She, she came from CBS. That's where she came from. She now works for Xbox Entertainment Studios. Before Microsoft, she worked from at CBS. Oh, okay, okay. So, no, she does not. She does not work so, for CBS. So this this Halo... is this is a Microsoft produced. Think about it like Netflix that they just created that new TV series. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it. This is Microsoft's okay, making so... their own TV show, and it's going to be a premium service for Xbox Live. So that could nice. mean we have to pay for it. It could mean yeah. like another tier. Maybe if you want this type of stuff, you got to pay for go to Xbox Live Platinum. Yeah. Uh, maybe it won't be available for silver, but it will be for gold. That would be what they need to do, you know. An Xbox Original Series. That makes sense now. Yes, that's. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. Um, Call of Duty, I I say is was the best pre- like presented in that whole press conference. They did they they hit it out of the park. Makes me want to play Call of Duty. So, uh, yes, I'm, yes, I'm it cool. Does. <laughs> I'm cool with that. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got. All right, Blockster. Yeah, the, the new Halo series looks really awesome. I mean, they, they didn't show it, but it, it's gonna be awesome, especially with Steven Spielberg on board. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely, even if it's premium content, I'll still have to get on, get in on that. And, uh, for the new Call of Duty, man, I'm a I'm a huge Call of Duty fan. I like Battlefield, but Call of Duty is my game. Um, every year, I'm there at midnight picking it up. So I'm super excited to to get on that one. Can't wait. Yeah, I'll definitely. This will be a day one purchase for me as well. So I I've been a Call of Duty fan forever. So I'm with you there. Yeah. All right, Carbide. You still with us? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. Um, Call of Duty. I I was watching a little bit of it on the, the Spike presentation, and then my DVR cut out when they did the comparison. But uh, it looks intriguing. I loved Modern Warfare, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare 2. I played maybe an hour of Modern Warfare 3, and it just did not blow my skirt up for some unknown reason but this ghost actually looks like awesome i don't know i like the covert ops stuff i know black ops is supposed to be something like that but it was world war ii based or and then they made it futuristic based and i was like ah doesn't doesn't blow my skirt up so i wasn't really call of duty like anymore but uh this ghost looks wicked if i do purchase a one i think that's going to be Almost like unless there's a better game out there that intrigues me even more, then it will be a day one purchase. Um, and I'm like, and I'm like wingman there. I like dressing up Barbies, so I like always <laughs> customizing. 
Um, so just to, to have your own identity is what's kind of neat. You know, like Borderlands, you can change your head and you can change your, 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 uh, outfit and kind of thing. So I've been doing, I played Borderlands a few days ago and did that just for giggles. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like it's just ghost looks pretty. Pretty good. <laughs> I think we lost. <laughs> I think his battery just died. You know, it's interesting that you said you, you like to customize your character. It's, it could be different in Call of Duty because coming from you coming from the army, right? Or the Air Force. Yeah, the Air Force. <laughs> well, you might be able to customize and, and actually know what you're putting on, you know? <laughs> Like put on some kind of backpack where you know, like yeah, that's a backpack, army backpack, or or some kind of crazy radar. Uh, it'll all. I think it'll all be the same. It's just going to be like weird colors, you know. And Dumb. I can wear a pink backpack. I, you know, it's going to be in there because what they got Teddy a bacon. They got a bacon skin now for the guns, so you can have like bacon looking guns. So everything's going to. But supposedly you can change the head and character, you know, customize your face and You're all that see, type like, of stuff. A, a rabbit head guy run across the screen. <laughs> hey, a true bunny hopper. <laughs> it's a proper. There you go. So, all right. Um, okay, so we lost Carbide. Um, Will. Yeah, um, Call of Duty, I'm not, not a huge Call of Duty guy or Battlefield, but uh, they, they looked pretty impressive. They both, uh, I thought Battlefield was pretty hard to top as, as, a, like, as a trailer, but uh, that does a pretty decent job, at least, uh, the Call of Duty stuff. So, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure if I'll be checking it out right away, but, uh, looks good either way. Um, the Halo stuff, I'm pretty excited about. Um, although I still question with regards to the premium content, <laughs> whether there'll be an additional charge for that. Um, I'm guessing that'll be with, with a gold account or something, so hopefully, if you have a gold account, you'd be safe. Um, but I'm actually happy that's finally happening because, um, that, that's been get, trying to get some traction on that, that franchise for a long time. That's, that's kind of disappointing because so much potential and we always see it in the commercials and, um, different, uh, like, like little style movies that we see when, right before we play the game or stuff like that. So, um, the, the TV series will be exciting. Hopefully it'll look, look pretty good budgeted and, uh, we'll have lots of characters from the, from the game. If not, Maybe try to tie into Halo 5 or something similar to what they did with uh, Forward Onto Dawn, which I thought was pretty neat. So I I, I could see Microsoft um, tying the two, you know, their whole TV series stuff with, uh, with the game. So that that's kind of cool, uh, cross promotional. Uh, I don't want to say advertising, but just the way they did deliver that content. So that, in a way that the TV stuff can can work out if it's tied to the games. But otherwise, uh, we'll see. It might be just kind of a similar Netflix service like. Stuff like that, but uh, it should be interesting. We'll see where that goes. And Dark Eye Defender. You still with us, Dark? I think we lost him. All right, we did. Um, and uh, we got a we got a new person joining the show. The man who needs no introduction, Mr. Brian. Red. Yeah, I just <laughs> I just got done eating all my red M and M's. Yeah. Uh, you you held out because Rob didn't sort them, flip them around the right way, right? Yes, there's too many W's. 
right. Well, I know I know you've got some comments, but uh, we're almost done. We got some miscellaneous stuff here, and then we're going to do a roundtable and let everybody kind of say whatever they want. That, and then, uh, so if you don't mind, uh, uh, we'll let you say everything you want to say. But for now, you got any comments on the Halo live action TV or the Call of Duty? Your favorite game? Um, the, the I'm glad that the I uh, I think I commented a while ago, but I'm glad Call of Duty has a new engine because it was needed. Um, uh, the one thing that with comes with a new engine is people that are used to the Call of Duty series. It's going to probably play a little different, but I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, I think. I think that's a good thing. But look, you know, obviously the graphics look nice, um, comparable. Some of the stuff they were explaining, like the hair on the arm or the facial expressions and type of stuff, I was like, well, really, you don't see yourself, but obviously you see other characters in the game. So um looked cool, but like most games, you know, the three games or whatever they showed during the entire conference None of them, I know they said they're like in-engine and stuff like that, but none of them are real gameplay to me, so I guess I'll have to like hold my comments for that after like E3 or whatever. So looks good. But the live-action thing, I, I'll comment on that later. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, Rob, I don't know if you want uh, – why don't you run through this first list here? on the miscellaneous stuff, and then I think I'll tackle the last two because I put these in here. So if you want to just start on oh, that the list. Stories. Yeah, the stories? Yeah, if you want to start on that miscellaneous extras. Cool. Now, again, this is some of this. This stuff here, this has been kind of a changing thing. This is like Eric said, you know, the interwebs just like erupted today. Everybody seems to be mad at Microsoft. You know, I, I'm shocked. I was myself blown away how much negativity is coming out of this. Um, I was really kind of shocked, but... There is some things here that have come up that kind of really – I was happy until a little bit before we started recording when I read a new update. And I'm like, whoa, Jack, that that can't be right. So some of this stuff is probably going to change. This may not be 100% accurate. We're, we're just giving you what has popped up. There's a ton of information that happened after that thing today. So we're going to run down through some of the stuff um, as we've got it. So go ahead, Rob. Okay. Uh, first off with those server numbers, assuming those are microservers and they cost anywhere from 500 to a, a grand uh, US dollars, 1,000 US dollars, the whole thing just for the hardware should run somewhere between 150 million and 300 million. Anyway. So that means our Xbox so, Live fees are going to go up. <laughs> yes, 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 of course. Anyway, so... Um, uh, the, the things that have basically come through is that uh, uh, installs may be required, and I thought this was leaked before that they were required. Wasn't that right? I believe they are, but like I said, with yeah. so much stuff coming out today, they didn't say anything in the show, and there's just been way too much stuff afterwards to sort out what's real, what's rumor, what's – it was just crazy so it may or may not, we should know for factual in 19 days at E3. Absolutely. Okay, uh, Microsoft said 50 uh, gigabyte disks will auto-install. So uh, I guess that presents a question as to how many can fit on a 500 gig drive. Uh, then uh, the disk is not required. 
after it is installed, which is pretty sweet. And uh, one of the other things that I heard, I guess this makes more sense in terms of uh, how much you pay for these things. But anyway, uh, you can start playing while installing, which is very cool. Awesome. And then uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Watch Dogs, Battlefield 4, Destiny and Thief are all confirmed for the Xbox One, with Battlefield 4 having a release date on October 29th. Then Xbox 360 Retail and XBLA games will not be playable on Xbox One. So probably want to keep that old Xbox. Internet connection is required, but not always on. Uh, We will find out more information on this in the coming weeks. Uh, something called Smart Match, which is an advanced algorithm to match gamers based on skill, language, and reputation. And uh, the description that they gave on the show uh, today about this was, was definitely interesting. It definitely raised a lot of questions, uh, at least for me. And then used games on the Xbox One. Uh, uh, did you want to cover this as part of this one? Yeah, this one just leads into the last two pieces. Okay. Um, Back into the internet connection required. One of I don't remember which executive it was from Microsoft was talking to, um, I think IGN or Joystick or Game Trailers. I can't remember. Like I said, I've been reading a lot. But one of the execs that we saw on the show had said he believed it was 24 hours you could play without an internet connection being being required. So. You're going to have to have the thing on. You're going to have to. I mean, it's. it sounds like you will not be able to play this thing if you don't ever plug it in. It's just not going to function. It's going to be required to be hooked up to the Internet at some point. But if your Internet goes out for a day or six hours or eight hours, you're still supposedly going to be able to play. However, the caveat there is that if the game developers have made use of the cloud and you're playing one of these games with 128 people, then you, of course, would have to have that connection to the Internet because, again, it's like Defiance. It's it's an online game. You have to have an Internet connection. So it kind of goes without saying that, you know, some games may just simply require it. it, it but it, it looks like from what we are seeing initially, there's some options available to developers. But they are saying that you do have to have an Internet re- required but not always on. So it's almost like it's almost like not answering the question. It's like they say it is required, but then they go, but not always. Yet you have to have it. So it's it, to me, it's just like the answer is yes, it's required. Simple as that. But they know if they say that, everybody's gonna get mad. So then they go, but not always. Yet if you look into that, you still gotta have it. So it's a lame answer. Um, on to the biggest item. Uh, one of the biggest items that seems to uh, everybody got bust, uh, blown up about is used games. Now, if you know Rob mentioned that once you install the disc, you no longer need that disc to launch the game. Yep. Okay? So that tells me that there that disc, once you've installed it, it is that it, there's got to be some kind of code or something in the background, like one of those nice long keys that we no longer have to type in, hopefully. Hopefully we don't have to put a key in. But it's tied to your gamer tag. So I can launch it now without having to prove that I own the disc. That also means I can't give it to someone else because they try to install it. It's probably going to say, this is already owned item. 
which now brings on the used games on Xbox One. And this is, and all, all and, and people were kind of, even in our, our group today, people were kind of getting all antsy about this. And this is all I'm going to say about it. This is official word from Major Nelson. And, and, and I, I don't, I don't want to speculate any more than this. But it says, we know there is some confusion around used games on Xbox One and want to provide a bit of clarification on exactly what we've confirmed today. While there have been many potential scenarios discussed, today we have only confirmed that we designed Xbox One to enable our customers to trade in and resell games at retail. Beyond that, we have not confirmed any specific scenarios. Another piece of clarification around playing games at a friend's house. Should you choose to play your game at your friend's house, there is no fee to play that game while you were signed in to your profile. So what that tells me is it is tied to your gamertag. A, a game is tied to your gamertag. So when you go somewhere else and launch your profile, play with your profile where it's already tagged to you, you can play the game. It won't matter because they know you already paid for it. However, how does that affect Gamefly? To me, in my mind, that tells me if I get a Gamefly game in, I'm going to have to pay 60 bucks to play it. And when I send it back and send it to someone else, they got to pay 60 bucks to play the game. You know, but I don't want to speculate. It's just that's what it sounds like that there's a fee. So I'll leave it at that until we know more. And I'm sure by E3 they're going to have to fess up. And I'll bet you as much as the Internet's exploded tonight, we'll have more on this before E3. I really don't expect Microsoft to stay quiet for almost three weeks. Um, the last one, and if this is the late, this was from IGN um, two and a half, three hours ago. It may have changed since then. But the latest that I have, and this is the one that really ticked me off. Uh, and I'm just going to read it verbatim from IGN. Microsoft is attempting to clarify what is quickly becoming a convoluted and confusing situation for gamers. In a blog post, Major Nelson had some good news. Should you choose to play your game at your friend's house, there's no fee to play that game while you're signed into your profile. Uh, Major Nelson wrote, the blog post also mentioned customers will be able to trade and sell their used games at retail. However, Microsoft executive Phil Harrison in an interview with Kotaku, had some potentially bad news. The aforementioned fee to play games on a second account, full manufactured MSRP. So unless you want to use your account for your entire family, you'll be dishing out an extra $40, $50, $60 for siblings or friends to try out new games. Harrison did tell Kotaku that his company's plans to allow gamers to trade their used games online somehow, though declined to get into further details. IGN will update when we have more on this. Um, and taking this at face value, now Eric and I talked earlier before we started recording about this very situation. And this, this, if this is true about the siblings and friends, and I'm, I'm looking at it when I go buy uh, um, Skylanders for Xbox One, and I've got three kids that want to play that game with me. Does that mean I've got to pay $240 for us to play that game because I've got to pay $60 for every person? And that's what this story is saying. So if that's true, that in my, I think that's a huge mistake. And, and I, I have a hard time believing that's the case. Um, and I'll let Eric tell me what he heard. And I'm, I, I'm gosh, I'm hoping he's right um, because – there's no way I'm going to 
my kids will not get an Xbox One. They will not be put, there will be no kids games purchased for that because I can't pay full price for every child in my house to play the one game that I bought. That it's just not going to fly. Um, so that wraps up all our news. Um, and what I'll do is well, I'm going to give Rob see if you got anything you want to say on either of these, and then we'll we'll start down our list here again. Um, and for our final roundup. Yeah, this information isn't surprising. <laughs> I was pretty much hoping that it wouldn't be this way, but it, it's not surprising. You know, this stuff's been hinted at for, for quite some time. Now, what I would like to see, and again, this will not happen. I'm 100% positive of it. What I would like to see happen if they institute this to make it sort of okay is to drop the retail price. Okay, so, you know, maybe drop it to 30, 40 bucks a game. You know, then it's maybe easier to stomach or if somebody buys additional copies, they get some kind of discount. Uh, again, probably not going to happen. You know, the game flies out there, they're really going to be hurting. And I think people, you know, especially the ones that are doing a lot of trading, buying used copies and stuff like that, uh, you know, people will not be playing as many games. And, you know, for guys like the Achievement Hounds, I, I think it's really going to hurt them. You know, you're just not going to have the ability to, to play all those games unless you have un, an unlimited pocketbook. So that's what I got. All right, well, I'm gonna start down here with Jesus walks a lot, and and we'll comment. Um, you guys can comment on this stuff we just talked about, and then we'll go when we're done here. We'll go one more time, quick through for anything extra that you guys wanted to say. So, well, on those uh, on those fees that you're talking about on the used games, so hopefully it's not like that. But I'm looking at the AGN right now, and it looks like they did an update here, and it says that. Um, the first account that puts the game into the console itself, that is, if it's a family account, you can enable the other people on that same console that have gamer tags on there to play that game as well. Um, the only thing that you can't do is if you take it to another console and you transfer their gamer tags, they won't be able to play. Only you will be able to play as you're the main person who bought the game. It's kind of confusing. Um, it really sucks. I think it does gonna hurt GameFly quite a bit, and I use that, you know, I use that service. Um, and it's just, I'm really bummed about that if that's really a, you know, the way it's gonna be. Also, the always online thing. Being, you know, my console's always online as it is right now, but if something happens, you know, I, I, you know, internet goes out, you know, you can't have internet for a couple of days, and that means that you're stuck with a, a box that you can't turn on, and it's basically going to be useless. I hope that um, you at least will be able to access some of your videos or movies or anything that you have saved on there, you know, as it's going to be a set-top box as well, or your TV. Um, hopefully you can access that stuff while your internet is down, you know. Maybe it won't let you play games, but maybe it'll let you watch the TV or something. Um, that's really it. And I really just hope a lot of these rumors aren't true. I mean, there's a lot of rumors going around about used games being 
you know, being full price if you give them to somebody, if you let somebody use it or borrow it, you know, just hope it isn't really like that. That's about it. Oops, sorry. Based on what you said there with the update, thanks for seeing that because that's that solves my problem with the family. Um, but uh, the, just their last line: the MSRP fees will apply if you take a game to another console. Then that that wipes out GameFly. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it it it's that company's done. I mean, they're gone. Yep. Um, they're not gonna make enough unless they can unless PS4 does not is not doing this, um, which that's what I'm really curious about now. Um, is PS4 doing the same thing? Mm-hmm. You know, um, because I really can't see one console wiping out rentals when the, when their competition is not going to do that. Um, and, you know, I know the publishers are probably ecstatic. I mean, here we go. Here's proof of why the online pass has been dropped. <laughs> I mean, EA partnership. I, I, I said it. Two, what two days ago? There, you're gonna see. There's a reason why they did it. Bam! Here we go. Because you can't play used game. You can play used games if you pay sixty bucks for it. If you pay the full price, yeah. You know, so th- that takes out the whole rental market. It makes EA look like they're doing something good for you. Well, <laughs> I, I told you it was spin. Again. I told you it was spin. All right, Eric. Well, you know, with GameFly. I don't know if it'll really wipe them out, but it'll prevent future growth. There's still a huge install base of the current consoles that they can cater to, but eventually that market is just, it's going to dwindle. So, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, how long are they going to have? A year or two? And, yeah, and even over years. the next, you figure over the next year, the, the people using that service most likely are the hardcore people who oh, are yeah. going to move to the new console and you know, it's the people that want the new titles. Yeah, it's and they're not going to get them from GameFly anymore. So, um, they can still get GameStop games. GameStop, yeah, but you know, I don't know how much you know. If you take one console, and the question is, if if the Xbox disappears from there, they've got plenty of others. But what if the PlayStation Four is doing the same thing? Yeah, you're, you're basically debt. We use not even selling hardly, <laughs> you know. So it, it really, yeah, I think it's killing off an industry. Uh, GameStop is definitely going to be hurting by it. Yeah, you know. Um, but I mean, they survived before it. I think they'll survive after it. But um, we'll see. It'll be interesting. It's definitely an interesting, you know, uh, change of events. So it'll be interesting to see what PlayStation does. Um, Eric. Yeah. You are a big time renter. <laughs> I'm yeah, and a in a big time buy and used. So, what do you think? I I don't I really don't know what to think, man. It's hard to try and believe all of this stuff, you know. It's coming from a lot of credible sources. I read a giant article on Kotaku about it. So, everybody's trying to force me to believe that this is all all reality. I'm I'm saying it's all rumor. I just don't understand why I would go out to a store and buy a game and put in a code and then so say so then I can trade that game in or I can trade it to a, another person is that what they're saying so maybe it invalidates your copy yes yeah, well it's like I'm giving up my key code or however you want to call it to that game right no, but you're not, like deauthorizing 
No, exactly. Not from, not from what this says, because if you if you take it to another account, then you, they're paying full price. So it's just like I paid it because well, remember, no. well, yeah. you don't need the disc to launch it anymore. However, when you run out of room and you delete that game, you're SOL. And you're you're you can't play that game anymore after you delete it. Well, if if you install it, okay, okay it installs are required. We're going to go with that. You have to install yeah. it. So now you no longer need the disc in the tray to play it. So you're playing, you're playing, you never put the disc in. So you're going to sell it to, or you're going to give it away to your buddy next door or a roommate or a friend down the street. He goes to put it in and they're like, 60 bucks, please. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But it doesn't take it away from you because you paid for it. So now one disc has made $120 for the publisher, okay? But you don't have the disc. You go and delete the game. How do you get it back on there? You can't just go re-download the game? Ah, uh, good question. And I your, don't know. Your, maybe. Your I mean, that license maybe. should still be on you. I, I don't know. I mean, but hopefully I'm, you'd be able to pull it back down. But from, if, if they're looking at, well, you should have the disc. I mean, that's things we don't know. But there there is that possibility of if you get rid of the disc if you and you ever delete the game, you're done. 60 bucks to do it again because the next disc is not going to be the wait. same exact disc that you installed. So from what I'm understanding, also they're they're saying that that they haven't revealed it yet, but there's going to be a way to trade games digitally. So I, therefore, you would still have your disc, but you're giving away your you're deactivating your game, but you're you're trading it in digital digitally. What's to stop me from just buying all digital? Because these discs are going to be nothing anymore. Are we going to have day one launch, you know, digital launches? Probably. I would it would make sense. If, yeah. if, if they're making everybody buy a game brand new, you might as well have a digital launch. If discs aren't even worth anything anymore. You now know? you're downloading a 50-gig game? Well, no, see, see. <laughs> It'll now take that, a week and a half to pull now, it down and install it. <laughs> that has to be wrong, too. The max of a Blu-ray is 50 gigs. Am I right? right, right. So if you, but I mean, look at the PlayStation. We, There's been games that have spawned more than one Blu-ray disc. Have there? Oh, really? See, I'm not. I don't know anything about PlayStation in size, but I know that from the 360, an average game is like if you're a, a high-end big game, you're looking at like eight gigs max, right? Mm, I think. I think I mean, our average game nine, is like, six no to way, nine dude. gig because of the compression. Yeah. When you install it, I think they're currently six to nine, but they're dealing with compression and stuff. So I can see them if now if they don't have that limits, they're going to add a whole bunch of stuff because you got you've got a an eight nine gig disc. Now you've got fifty gig. Dude, I'm loading up. You know, I mean that would make no sense to have a five hundred gig hard drive and have every game be fifty gigs. You know, it, it, well they probably won't all be, but eventually you could you can see it getting there because stuff's just going to get better. As ga- as good as yeah. these games look yeah. now, where are they going to be five years down the road? How much yeah. bigger are the games? We got some games that are shipping on three discs on the Xbox. You know, yeah, that's twenty seven gig. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. So think about that. But it'll be uh, interesting to see the trade game part on on what that actually is. Maybe they're going to take a page out of uh, Amazon's Kindle. Where you can share, you know, a, a game with other people. I, I think Sony PlayStation did that when the PS3 first came out. Um, you could buy a game in the PSN, and actually friends could play it for free. See, I don't know how. 
I don't, I don't. Somehow you allowed them. Essentially, I think it was you. They had access to your PSN account. It was like, here, my friends can play what I buy. Now I think they've gone away from that. I'm yeah, almost I don't, positive I don't they, they went with it, but it was there when it when they started. It was one of the kind of cool features. I don't know what to think about it all, honestly. It, it it pisses me off really, and it's and it's what pisses me off the most is with all this bad press afterwards. There's nothing that I can go to work tomorrow and 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 talk up this Xbox One. You know, it's I'm gonna shrug it off and just wait until we all get our hands on it. And it doesn't help that it's ugly. So, <laughs> well, I don't I don't even mind the looks, man. It's just I don't understand. I don't understand what they're doing. I don't have a problem buying everything brand new, but the the businesses, GameStop, and I, I can't see them just standing by the wayside, you know? I'm waiting for GameStop to come out with the, some kind of article from them. Like, if this is really how it is, it's really going to impact them, and they have to have a say about it. I want to hear maybe, it. Maybe they won't carry Xbox One. Uh, except uh, I believe they already got pre-order stuff up for it, or they they you can be notified. I mean, it could go either way. Like a uh, Nintendo Wii, I believe, had it to where you could buy a, a downloadable game and gift it to somebody, right? They did. So maybe maybe they're trading games digitally could be something like that. Yeah, that that we'll have to find out. I'm sure E3 will tell us more on that feature. So we'll see. All right. Um, Bloxta. Yeah. Well, starting with the always online, that, that that's really not a, a problem for me. I don't travel. I don't take my Xbox anywhere, so that won't be a big deal. But as far as the used games, I I like like my Call of Duties. Uh, I'll pick those up brand new at midnight but there's certain games that I will only buy used and if all this is true that's really really going to change things um, like that, the, the whole story is really convoluted but I think I mean with the online pass the way it was I mean I can see that, that that's fine now looking at how things might be the online pass is looking really good. Um, like buying a used game, I could see paying $10 for the the right to play it, but to pay, buy a used game and then pay another $60 on top of that to be able to play it, that's kind of, that's kind of crazy. Uh, I don't know what they're thinking with that. I'm, I'm really hoping that this is just rumor and, and it stops at that. I don't know if I want this console if this is how it's going to be. Yeah, I think they're going to have to answer these questions in the next two weeks. I think uh, uh, Microsoft Home Office will be uh, in fire in 19 days if they don't answer this. So, Yeah. All right. Um, Carbide, you still hanging in there? Yeah, I'm still awake. Your, your phone's still <laughs> got a few... A few more bars of battery there. Five percent. Okay, we so. we're gonna lose you quick. So, <laughs> what do you think, um, uh For the online bit, I have no problem with that. Like same thing. I'm I'm always online, um, always connected, whatever. And for lately, 
I've been really picking and choosing on my game purchases. Um, I think I bought one used game in, oh man, I don't even know, two, three years. And that was dishonored. And that was like a couple months ago. Everything else has all been new day one release. Um, but like I said, it's just, I really pick what I want. Um, but like, uh, uh, Black said there's like, if you buy a used game, $10 less, but then you still have to fork out that extra 60 bucks is like, what the hell? So you're actually paying like, you know, like Dishonored, I paid $40 for, but if you have to pay that, so you're looking at a hundred dollars for a used game. So like, what's, what's the real drive behind that in a sense? Cause you buy used game for 40 bucks and then you pay 60 to actually use it on the 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 one right so i don't really yeah i think it'd just be i'd just be straight buying new and uh but then i'd be more particular find out a lot more information about the game because then if i don't like it then i'll be like oh man that's a 60 dollar mistake or it even could be more because this is a new generation the the games might actually be like 70 dollars or $80, you know, depending on what it is and, well, not really what it is, but, you know, if it's AAA title, Gears of War 5 or, you know, Assassin's Creed 5, I know you don't like Assassin's Creed, but it's just, how much is that going to go up by, you know, being a new gen, like even Ghost, is that going to be $60 on day one? So, but then to trade off used games... Um, yeah, if you, like, I'm thinking if you can go in your download history and re-download like you can right now, but what's not to say that your five-year-old kid just wants to play his game and he takes it out and scratches the crap out of it, you know, and, uh, then you're out with that one and, or you give it away and you just can't get that original disc back as well. So then you have to go out and buy another one, which, you know, has happened before, I guess, but. Yeah. Yep. But uh yeah, that's about me. Like I <laughs> I have no problems with the with the online part of it. And I, re- I don't really have a problem with new games or used games, so cuz I don't get GameFly up here. I don't The only thing I noticed though that we have is those red box. I don't know. You guys have those. Yep. Um but they don't like everywhere that I've seen, I've only seen one in a Walmart and they had three games. That was it. So, and they never really, one of them was Gears of War, the judgment and the rest were all like Barbie princess playhouse or whatever the hell it is. So (laughs) it never really intrigued me, but it kind of did. I was like, Oh man, I could try gears judgment before I actually buy it. So, but with this thing, you buy it. The other thing I was wondering though, is like, if you get it from GameStop you install it, you pay the 60 bucks, you delete it, but you put it on your download history, would, would you need that exact copy because you did, in theory, purchase it, so then you have that um, copyright, I guess? Have have no idea. Yeah, yeah and I now your disc I, is useless. Yeah, like I don't, That's I don't what know. I think. Yeah, I don't know if you're, if, I, if I'm on, saying it right, but like if I buy Gears of War Judgment or whatever 
install it. I give it to Wingman. He loses it, but I just download it again without the disc because in theory, you're, it's just like you're buying DLC off off your online history. You paid for it, so no matter what, you should own it. You know. Yeah, but if Wing's gonna pay full price for your Gears of War three, why doesn't he just go on the on demand and buy it on demand? He's paying full price yeah. anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess it's the key. But then you also got to think, though, too, you're, if you're downloading 50 gigs, I know some people have uh, limits on their uh, on their uh, yeah, bandwidth. Gonna... Ooh, you know? Yeah, that's rough for them. Yeah. They got like, uh, to install the game anyway, though. Well, just think how well, long yeah. it takes to pull down a, a two-gig demo. I mean, I pulled down arcade titles that are two gigs or a battle, you know, Borderlands update, you know, 1.9 gig or something. That takes a while. Now, yeah, if that's 25 to, you know, we'll say, we'll say, you know, even 9 gig, a full game, got to take a while to pull down off games on demand. And then if you're going to pull next gen, that's, say, 15 to 25 gig, you know, give yourself a day and a half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do it overnight when you're sleeping. And what's it like when everybody's trying to download the next Call of Duty at the same time? You know, you know, oh, at midnight, you can start downloading it. Um, no, you're gonna to have to let us download a week or two in advance just to get everybody the copy, but especially on yeah. Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, like what? But if you have that limit cap, you know. Yep. I, I don't even know if I have a limit cap because I haven't really seen anything. But I know in some places, you know, you might only be able allowed to download a hundred gigs a month. So it's like if you get the full-on game, that's only two two games, right? If it's a fifty-gig game. And what happens if there's three games coming out, you know, within that month? That you, like in Christmas time, that's an expensive month. Yep. You know, everything comes out for the Christmas launch. And for a lot of people, that's an expensive month. So if you only have a 100 gig download and each game is 50 gigs, even 25, you know, that's that's a lot. Yep. Then you're paying the game 60 bucks a pop plus whatever it is limit you're over, which could cost however much money as well. So, I don't know. All right. Well, Will, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. A lot of this stuff is pretty disheart- disheartening to hear. So, uh, a lot of this is mostly like the, the thing that turns me off on the Xbox uh, One. So, I mean, I'm not a used uh, game kind of guy. I usually just buy them um, brand new from Amazon. And I, usually, I, I play the waiting game. And so, they hit like 20 bucks. So, uh Usually that's to buy to my benefit, and I'm not usually a, a GameStop guy because I, I hate that place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, I mean I could see why it, it's definitely an issue for people who want to just buy used because sometimes you, you can't find a game that's like that has like a low print run, so you, the only choice is to buy it used. So um, that would pretty much suck. Um, yeah, and and always online thing. I guess it's not a problem until it becomes a problem. So. Uh, I usually have my Xbox hooked up to to the internet, so I, just to see what friends are up to and stuff like that, and in case I want to download something. But uh, it does seem a little um, uh, disconcerting to that that the Xbox One has to continually check. I guess I, I heard last I heard is it 24 hours or something like that every 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that seems kind of unnecessary and like. You know, what if they have like a, a server down or something like that? So it's not your fault. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, it's just uh, bizarre. I don't know why that would be required, but I mean, hopefully it, it 
they take that out at some point because you, you wouldn't have to want to go through that, you know, especially if you have internet connection and you're traveling. Like, because I know Mark, you, you travel a lot with your Xbox, so. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> Sometimes I can't get it on. You know, if I can't get on the hotel's wireless or their internet, which is sometimes hard enough to do even with a laptop, um, you know, then that, that means I lugged it around and I can't even play it. Like, I could still play my 360 without getting it online, so, but not the new one, so. Right, yeah, it's not worth the effort anymore, so, uh, I mean, right. the only possible good thing that if they would do is, is if they had, like, sort of, like, a similar system to PS, uh, to Sony with the crossplay, and you could play it, like, on a tablet or something, on a high-powered tablet. Um, that would probably work to your advantage, Mark. But uh, yeah, like a surface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if if it's you know that well done. Um, what was the other thing that that uh, that I didn't touch upon? Uh, we've got the rentals, um, used games. We've got installs required. Size of disc. You don't have to. You got to install it, but you don't have to use the disc anymore. Uh, installs. Yeah, I, I hate that on PS3. That it takes forever. Um. I mean, I guess the good thing to that is that you can play them while it's installing, so that's that's a good that's a boon to the to that whole system. But uh, right. Yeah, I don't know. That install, I'm not, I was never really comfortable with it, um, unless I mean I do download install some games, but I, it shouldn't really be required. It should be just an optional thing. So uh, I'm not, I've never been comfortable with that. Um. So hopefully, uh, if they do do that, it's in the streamlined process that doesn't interfere too much with the gaming process. So. Um, I mean, we'll see with that, but all this stuff, it's been really, you know, brought down my enthusiasm for the console, so it's definitely not helping. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting because it's like, you know, I was I was really, when I walked away from the watching it today, I was just like, man, this is awesome. It was better than I expected. I, I wasn't expecting a lot of games because they said that out front. E3 is about the games, and, and I knew we were going to hear about Forza and Call of Duty, and I figured that was it. So, you know, seeing one other one, Quantum whatever um seeing that okay whatever there's another game we don't really see much i wasn't expecting it i was expecting more info on some things that they didn't talk about like the game dvr and stuff but um i, I walked away really happy i'm like you know what it's ugly but I, I can see myself buying this this year i'm actually kind of excited there's some cool stuff and then later this whole used game thing hit and most of my stuff is new but I do like to buy some stuff used, um, typically stuff that I've rented before, played, didn't finish, want to go back, but I don't want to pay full price. Um, and, and the thing is, I rent a lot. I, I My game fly has been really slow lately because there's nothing out there, but I always have something I'm getting from them, so that takes that away. So that takes away a lot of games that I will no longer play because I'm not going to buy, like, Remember Me's coming out. That's the next one on my game fly. Um, I, I'm not going to buy it. It's not a game I would buy, but it's one I want to try and play. Uh, now, I would never ever play a game like that on the new system if I can't rent. Um, there's a lot of games that I've fallen in love with after I've rented it and go, wow, this is awesome, and then bought it new and kept it from Gamefly, paid full price. So um, that's going to go away, and I definitely will have... What it is is I think like a lot of people, you know, the Xbox 360 had the... was the first console to have such a large um, game owned to console or to per user or whatever you know and more people bought more games for that system than ever before you're going to see a reverse trend now I think you know yeah. because if I can't rent it and try it out and 
I'm not going to put that money into a new franchise or a new IP if I'm really kind of going, mm, I don't know. I, I got to be able to put my hands on it. Um, okay, Bron. You. What you think? <laughs> what do you think about this? <laughs> uh, well, as far as the always online, I'm, I'm also kind of in the same boat. Like, you know, my console is always online. But the one thing is the uproar that was about always online prior to the uh, conference today. My first thought was if they don't shoot it down, then it's true. You know, like I, I can't believe, you know, if they didn't come out and explain an answer to that or mention it in some way or fashion. I mean, I guess they wouldn't have to announce it during the thing, but at least have a story about it. Like, hey, publish this, or we're going to put this online, the answer to it. Um, since they didn't answer it, to me it's true. Like, so there will be some sort of always online. But, uh, right, and then as... Right, their excuse of, what did they say? You, it is required, but it's not. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, like, what, how can it be required? And then you say, but not always. That's their clarification. Not every second, you know. But you still have to have it hooked up. Period. It's <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, you know, I don't want to go into like I also like I have a a list of notes type of thing for like the roundtable part. Like as far as these things here, it's just you know the rentals. You know, I rent as well because obviously I don't go drop all the money on it, so that's kind of a bummer. I don't usually buy used games. Most of mine are new. Um, but it is, it's just an interesting. The, the one thing I don't like is the hard drive space. It's 500 gig. It, it, it To me, it just seems like it's, oh, look, it's another shortcoming of, of something. It's like all the drives out now are like one, two terabytes. Yeah. And, and here they are, they're shortchanging us. You know, they're shortchanging the, the, the Xbox. And they say there's USB 3.0, which you'll be able to have external storage, but you can't change the internal storage. So that's just one of those things. I'm like, really, 500? And it's like, you know, oh, okay, I guess. But, you know, for the rest of the stuff, my run-through, I can save for the uh, for the round, ta- round table. But can I go first because it's like 2 a.m. here and I just okay. got home. <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh, we'll go ahead and jump into that now. That that completes everything that Rob and I had. So uh, I'll just work my way backwards here. But go ahead, Brian. You can, you know, free to speak on whatever you want. Okay, I'll make it quick. In a way, I I knew exactly. I I kind of almost felt like I was predicting what was going to happen. So I can't say I I came out of the conference disappointed because it was almost what I expected. Um, I was going into it that Microsoft was going to come out and completely crap over every gamer that was loyal to the 360 and that they were going to head down this path of the living room, TV, TV, this, 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 and this. Now, not that some of that stuff isn't cool as an add-on, and they they use the excuse – when I heard the excuse – uh, E3 is for the games. I already that then I already knew what was coming, and the whole thing about the TV stuff. You know, we started looking at it at work, saying, okay, so really it's going to be your cable box to your 360, your 360 to your TV, and using the HDMI. I forget what the other you know letters were after it, um, which comes like with USB. 
uh, or HDMI 1.3. I think that's how they're going to interact with the cable boxes. Because the first thing I was thinking is like, oh, is the cable box thing only going to work with Comcast and Fios? Um, things like that. I, I did like the quick switching because to me that makes it sound like there's less apps. Like, oh, I have to go to the dashboard. I have to open the Hulu app. Oh, I have to go to the dashboard. I have to open the Netflix app. Um, maybe it seems like it's going to be quick switching so you'll be able to do things quicker, um, which was kind of interesting. Um, I did not like that they kind of half just went over the real quick um, – the real quick, hey, DVR, game DVR functionality. And then that was kind of it. Um, they really didn't explain too much on it. Um, they didn't talk about any live streaming, which was, you know, things like, I'm thinking of things like, the, you know, the PS4, you know, claims that they're going to do. Um, but it, it's just, I'm going to, I really have to hold like what I feel about this until after E3. They're like forcing me to wait till after E3 um, to say anything, you know, to make a really educated decision on what, you know, you want to do or what I want to do. Is there, is, you know what I mean by when I say that? It's, I mean, it's like, here's all these nicety things that we're going to, to me, they're add ons because I'm a gamer. But to them, it's like this is the core, and then the games are the add-on. That's the way I feel like I'm being treated. Um, but you know, I, I sit there and I, I was joking with my friends at work, saying, "Oh, look, I got the you know. Did you guys see the article about the launch lineup for the for the Xbox One?" And they're like, "No." I was like, "Well, you know, 24 has a new series coming out, and uh, New Girl has season two coming." But, you know, a new normal was canceled. So and they're like, what are you talking about? Like oh, all the TV shows. That's the, that's the launch lineup for the Xbox one because um, it's like zero games. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just. To me, I was. Kind of disappointed. I don't want to say like I want to be negative Nancy and run around and, and bash Xbox because obviously they have to do something. Um but it was very underwhelming to me. Yep. Um, it, it's just, I think the whole concentration on the TV, like they spent 25 minutes on the TV stuff. And, you know, I'm not like, and, and some of the stuff they were showing was cool, but it's just like, I already know that half of that stuff I'm probably not going to be able to use. And they talk about putting it in the living room. Well, my Xbox isn't going to go in my living room. So what are they talking about? They don't even know where I put my Xbox. But they obviously think I need to put it in my living room. Um, but, and you know, bringing out EA and talking about sports games. Um, and then the NFL. So I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, NFL. I wonder how Soul Assassin's going to love that. You know, what's he going to think about the NFL stuff that they're talking about? Seeing that. You know, that's like an America-only type thing. <laughs> so it's just, I don't know, just one of those things. Need to find out more. But the other thing, the, to close this out, I'm, I'm, I'm finished after this. To me, they answered like two questions. This is what it looks like, and here's where we want to go. But then they by leaving out everything else that every gamer wanted to know, they just opened up. They they 
they brought this on themselves, what's happening to them right now, which is the complete bashing, saying it's pathetic, worst launch ever, you know, worst announcement ever. I mean, they brought that completely on themselves by having a gaming console announcement and crapping on the gamers. That That's the way I felt about their about the uh, announcements and stuff. So, but that's all I had. All right. <clears throat> Thanks, Bron. Uh, Blocksta, ATW, I know you you said you had to go, so we'll give you your, your, your moment here. Wrap up. All right. Uh, as far as the, the whole conference and everything, uh, I'm still excited about the, the new console and I'm really hoping that the rumors that are going around right now are just, they stay as rumors and E3 comes and all that's false. But uh, the sources that are coming out with this stuff, they're, they're pretty credible. So I don't know. I, I still don't know if I want this console in my house. If it's, if it's not going to do everything that the 360 does now. Um, backwards compatibility, I can get over that. Always online, I can get over that. But I can't get over not being able to use used games in the console. Honestly, I see why they might do that. But as far as Microsoft is concerned, I don't see how that... Like, it's none of their business, really. But they're probably feeling the heat from like EA and all these other developers that might maybe why they're, they're doing it, but uh, I'm kind of at a loss for, for words with, with what's possibly going to happen with this next generation. Um, I guess we just have to remember that, that it is rumors and we just have to wait and see and not jump to conclusions about everything. That's pretty much it. All I have to say about that. All right. Thanks, man. Um, All right. Appreciate it. Um, Will? Uh, well, I guess this is just like to close it out, right? Like just uh, the general thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Anything we didn't cover or whatever you still want to say and then we'll we'll sign off. Uh, uh well the only thing uh besides you know the disappointment was that um I was actually wondering with the controllers we had we're gonna have like wired controllers, like the plug into the back. And um the back has like all the ports, so it's kind of interesting, but it seems inconvenient because I'd rather have all that stuff in the front. But um that was the only thing physically with the with the console. Uh, I'm not really buying this console anytime soon. I'm gonna probably wait way further down the line. In the meantime, I'll just be catching up on my gamer score and all these old games that <laughs> that I've bought yeah. too. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll probably be I'll be watching out for stuff. I mean, I think the best thing they could do is probably have like a a Halo for launch, which I doubt. And they have Forza, but that's and that'll do pretty well. But I, I think that we need a, a pretty awesome launch lineup to to really like get people jazzed and and really fix a lot of things, a lot of um, issues people have with the, with the console at the E3 and, and and ahead. So I think they have a pretty hard road ahead of them, and I, I'm getting pretty bad vibes with this. So 
uh, they kind of lost me for now. <laughs> All right. Um, Eric. Yeah. You know what? Brun summed it up perfect, man. Like, I, I feel the same he, as him. I think he, he was, I think he, he was a bit more down because I'm still going to go out and buy one on day one. But, uh, until we know more, it's all, like, I don't even want to think about it anymore. I'm glad we know what it's called now for the, for, for better or worse. And, uh, we know the specs and what it looks like, but we'll have to wait and see what they're gonna, what they're gonna do. Alrighty. And Jesus walks a lot. Like Eric and Brun said, you know, basically PJ Swick, he, he summed it all up. Exactly how I feel the same way. Like Microsoft is kind of slapping the gamers in the face and saying, look, we don't need you guys. We got all these other people that are willing to watch TV through our console or watch football or watch basketball, watch hockey, watch whatever other sport or anything you can throw at them, you know, and we don't really need the gamers. I feel like Sony did a little better in their presentation, trying to make, you know, like games the focus of the presentation. Um, so far, I don't know if I can say that I might purchase this day one. It's on my radar, but I have to wait till after E3, like Braun said, you know, to see what they're really going to do if some of these rumors are true or some of them are not. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, Rob, what's your summation? All right, all right. Yeah, I think Microsoft uh, did a pretty good presentation. I mean, I was engaged pretty much the entire time that I was watching it, uh, kind of waiting to see what was next. Um, you know, glad to see if there were no flubs or anything in the presentation. You know, they did spend a lot of time on the television stuff, but that's really what's new, and that's kind of like what a lot of people are really interested in, uh, in hearing. I mean, better graphics and stuff like that. I mean, that's a given. I mean, it's something to be expected. Um, the new connect looks interesting. Um, you know, with the current or with the original connect, there wasn't really a compelling reason to leave it on all the time just cause you know, it wasn't necessary. And if you don't have the games, you don't need it. So, uh, it, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with the new connect just because, uh, I almost think of the original Connect as like a demo or just like a test unit, and now it's going to come into its own. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of speculation, and like you guys said, there's a lot of people down on everything. And, you know, I guess it's kind of to be expected a little bit, but, you know, we don't we don't know a lot of stuff yet, and we're going to find out over the coming weeks. So... You know, we can either complain about it for a couple of weeks or we can just go on with our, uh, you know, with our days and just, you know, deal with the information as it is. As for me, I'll probably get, oh, actually, who am I kidding? I will get an Xbox One at, at some point. I don't know if it'll be on launch day, but, uh, definitely, you know, sometime thereafter is, uh, I don't see myself pre-ordering it. But, uh, you know, I, I will get one. And if it's got a DVR, I definitely will get one. So, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the, the reveal, and I thought it was good stuff, and I'm excited to see what the next couple weeks will bring. All right. So um, yeah, I got I to gotta agree with you, Rob. I 
I walked away from the uh, conference. I loved it. I was really excited. Um, I was really worried going in. I'm like, man, you know, are they going to compel me to buy the next one? Am I going to be disappointed? You know, what are they going to do? Um, I was impressed. Uh, outside of the stupid name, I mean, they started off bad with the name and the ugly-looking box. I, I just think it's ugly. But um, I don't really care. It's about what's inside and what it does. So I got past that stupid name and the ugly box and said, hey, this stuff's kind of cool. Um May not be able to use a live TV stuff, but uh, the snap mode thing kind of cool. The, I'm, I'm excited that we're going to get eight gig of RAM. Uh, we're working on five twelve now, and look how awesome these games are. I, I can't wait to see the speed and the power we get out of this new one. Um, Connect, uh, I, I hate that that we have to have that, but you know, I'm the controller. I'm optimistic. It looks like they didn't change it too much. I think I'm going to be fine with it. It, you know, that was one of my biggest concerns. I think I'm going to be okay with it. Um, Xbox Live Game DVR. They said it. Oh man, tell me more. I, I'm really stoked about that. Um, the games are going to look good. We knew that. I, I like that Microsoft Studios himself have 15 exclusive titles coming out in the first year. I bet half those get delayed, but still, um, they're saying they they stated they're going after exclusives hard. They're they're trying to get back that which Sony has been so well at. I'm stoked about a Halo TV show. That was so cool. Um, I like most of the miscellaneous things. Installs don't really bother me. I'm concerned about hard drive space, but you know it's just the nature of the beast. Uh, we we I've had that problem with the original Xbox at 20 gig. I, I've I've upgraded. If I can attach an external drive, no big deal. Um, I love that I can install the game and never have to put the disc in. Uh, that is huge. I get so tired of having to get up. I know it's, it's making me even lazier. You know, it's like I'm already lazy enough, but now I don't even have to get up off my chair to grab a disc anymore to put in the drive. Um, but I love the fact that I won't have to put a disc in. It also might save the life uh, of the, the the disc tray. I've got a, a drive, an Xbox downstairs that the disc tray is in the drive just doesn't always respond. It's been worn out, so. Um, this will save a lot of disk drive uh, failures. Um, I uh, don't care about backwards compatibility. wasn't expecting it. Uh, I get the point that it's new architecture. It just makes sense. I don't care about Internet always being on. Mine's already connected anyways. It doesn't make a difference. I do want to be able to rent games. I don't care if I couldn't buy used games. You know, I wouldn't really be that put off by that, but I like the ability to rent games. So that's really my only concern at this point is that am I not going to be able to rent anymore um, because it's seriously going to impact how many games I play and, and enjoy um, and I guess we'll have to see but I, I can't take all the good that I saw and and it's like I had all this excitement and then this one story like burst my bubble and now I'm all like man I don't know how to feel you know but I gotta remember I walked away from this thing excited and if I don't get the rent Oh, well, I guess that's the nature of the game. Am I going to switch over to Sony if they allow me to, to rent? No, I hate the controller. <laughs> I just cannot stand that thing. It's um, I, I don't think it's compelling enough, one thing, to make me switch. I think that uh, Microsoft did not leave the gamers out simply for the fact that they said ahead of time, E3 will be all about the games, um, which... I think Sony had a, a good press conference. I watched that thing. It was good. It was all that conference was all about the games, but it went on forever. And, and at the end of it, I was just like, "Oh, come on!" 
wrap this thing up. You know, I, I actually got bored because it just kept going on and on. And at the end of it, you never even saw the darn thing. So it's like they revealed something, and then you, you didn't even get to reveal it. You, no one still knows what it looks like. Here they came out and said, here it is. Here's what it's looked like. Here's the name. Here's what it can do. You already know the games are going to be awesome, and guess what? E3 is going to be all about the games, and we're going to get a lot more Xbox 360 stuff because they're going to support it. I, I, so I, I think, you know, they're not turning their back on the gamers. They're just showing, like Rob said, all the new stuff. They're, they're, they're showing us what's new, and it was only a glimpse. Um, I am really excited to see what the game DVR stuff does and how that functions. Um, and I think they said... They did say in the thing today, on top of the game DVR, that you'll be able to use their their um, they have an app or tools built into the console to manage those game saves and those those things you DVR. So, and I'm imagining like a Call of Duty, uh, a Halo um, type of movie editing type of thing. So, built into the console native. I love it. As a podcaster, we're going to be able to do. Uh, Friday Night Life and capture game footage and post it up on the cloud, maybe even share it through the console somehow. Um, I'm excited about the possibility. So all in all, it was a good day, good show. We do need to get some things. Uh, hopefully some of the negative things uh, will be answered. And uh, we will definitely keep you guys, Rob and I will definitely keep you guys all in the loop um, each and every week with the updates. So this is probably all we're going to talk about uh, the rest of the year, Xbox One. So... <laughs> But um, I, you know, that's all I've got. So I just want to say, I know we've been doing this for three hours, probably our yeah. longest podcast ever, and I blame Eric. Um, yeah. <laughs> so hey, hey, real quick, uh, I want to add one thing too. Uh, I was thinking about this earlier when everybody was saying that you know they don't want to use the TV capability, or you know they don't see maybe the value in that. Well, you know, a couple of years ago, nobody watched Netflix on the Xbox, and now that's what, like more than 50% of what people do? Wasn't that stats or something? It's like the number one stat. Most people are watching Netflix on it. Yeah, yeah. So I think the Xbox One system is basically going to take consoles and home entertainment in a new direction. So at this point, we probably even can't envision it. And, you know... It's kind of cool. <laughs> it's kind of cool I, yeah. to see what you know might happen. I, I like it because I'm going to run my I'm going to run my Directv through my Xbox One, and now I don't have to switch H. And I only have two HDMI inputs, so already the PlayStation is going to come off. My Directv will run through the Xbox uh, One into one HDMI, and the 360 will go to the other one. So I won't necessarily have to switch inputs unless I'm playing Xbox 360. So it essentially freed up a port that I never had. And if I'm only playing on my on the, the Xbox One, I don't have to grab uh, you know my, my other remote to switch back to the TV. I can use my Xbox controller or my voice to say Xbox TV, and I'm just watching it. I don't have to pick up a remote. I can use my voice commands to change channels on my TV. Uh, Xbox. Fox News, Xbox, Sci-Fi, and Xbox History Channel. I don't have to go and pick up a remote. I mean, I'm getting lazier now. I don't even have to lift my arms. <laughs> you know, yeah. Maybe maybe this is all a bad thing. Maybe we need to get up and Xbox is making us even fatter and lazier. But I think it's a good thing. I think it's a neat thing. Is it needed? No. Once we have it, will we will we give it up? 
No, <laughs> it's going to yeah. be one of those things. Where it's like, how did I live without this? How did we live without cell phones? How did we live without cordless phones? I mean, you know, what do you mean you had to have your phone attached to a wall? And, you know, I mean, my kids don't even understand that concept, you know, that I used What's to have a to dial tone. Exactly. What's a rotary dial? I mean, you don't think you don't think you needed push button until you, you know, rotary dials fine. But um, anyways, we can go on forever with that stuff. We've been here way too long. Huge thank you guys to the community. This was awesome. Uh, I'm so glad you guys were able to come out. I know it was long, but I think it was fun, and I look forward to uh, getting the show. We probably won't get it posted till tomorrow because it is very late. But um, thanks, everybody, for your time, and thanks for just being a member of the community and, and supporting us. We really appreciate it. Um, with that, uh, we are out of here. We will talk to you guys next week.